How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's been over 100 years since the Titanic sunk into the North Atlantic Ocean. It's a pretty open and shut case. The ship hit an iceberg. Case closed. But what aren't they telling us? What if two comedians tried to solve what really happened? This is Truth Tannic. Truth Tannic, I'm Blair. I'm Carly. This is the comedy podcast where we aim to uncover what really happened the night the Titanic sunk into, into the, the North Atlantic, Atlantic Ocean. Was it really as simple as they say it was? No. We feel crazy today, and we're talking about conspiracy theories surrounding the sinking of the ship. This is a fun one. This is a fun one. This is the one I've been looking forward to truly since we conceived of the podcast. We're going to go over so many different things. Did, was it really the Titanic that sunk? Yes. What did J.P. Morgan have to do with all what, this? What was the mummy involved? The mummy's curse. We're going to we're going to talk about Anne with an E. Yes. Fucking hate that bitch. And the modern musical theater canon. Yes. So much of the modern musical theater canon. It, it's going to blow your mind. This is also probably uh, we. This is a lot of fun. Yes. This is fun a crazy one. one. This have is a fun, fun one. So get a Buckle snack. In. Enjoy yourself. Get a start, get in the bath. And then you can feel what it was like for them on the night of the sinking. Make too. it cold as fuck. Make it really cold. Okay. Let's get into Let's it. Let's get into it. Hi. Hi. Welcome back to Truth Tonic. Oh, that was really good. Practicing my accents. That one's really good. Hi. Hi. Oh, she's an Irish ship. It was, it was a little <laughs> Scottish. Oh, it's a little Scottish. Yeah, a little, a little bit. Scottish. I'm reading, a, I'm not reading, I'm listening to an audiobook by, uh, it's called um, Strong Female Character by Fern, Fern Brady. Fern Brady. Yeah. Fern Brady. 
Uh, she's amazing. About having autism. Love her. It's about having yes. autism and being, I fell asleep last night listening to it. So I have no clue where I am in it. Yeah. But she's got this amazing Scottish accent yeah. that I've had to slow down the audiobook so that I can understand. She's it. wild. She's a great Taskmaster contestant. You know what? I wanted to. I, watch. I know. I, I don't know where I got this book recommendation, but then like in the first chapter, she's like, I'm a stand up. I'm like, I've never seen you. She's <laughs> like, really funny. Yeah. Cause I like people had said to me like, you've got to read this book. It's by this stand up. And I was like, girl, I know who Firm Brady is. Yeah. <laughs> I knew about the book before. That's such a bad part of my personality. I actually people, knew about this before you. No, exactly. It's, a, it's such a nasty part where people would be like, I've re- I have a book recommendation for you. And I'm like, I already know about that book. I actually read I it. I already know about it. I actually read it. <laughs> no, I'm the worst of that. I'm, I'm really bad with that with music because there yes, have been imagine. like a few prominent artists that like, I literally was there first, not in an asshole way, but I literally knew this before you. Yeah. And then people recommend it back to me and I'm like, I actually can't talk to you <laughs> because I'm just going to say something that's going to make you hate me. I know. That's how I feel with cringe alert. But I was a fan <laughs> of Ed Sheeran before Plus dropped. <laughs> Incredible. He was friends with Harry Styles. Was he really? Yeah. I could see them. I could see them. They hanging. had like a mutual friend and like they were like staying at the friend's house at the same time. So that's why I, I found out about him. Everyone stays at the same house. I, it's like that. so powerful. It's really powerful. <laughs> so I was a fan of him before the album came out. And now he's like the biggest Start. And I, I actually like abandoned ship when he started doing less acoustic stuff. Abandoned ship Because as soon as it was literally, I jumped off. I was the fucking <laughs> chef. I was drinking a lot of alcohol. And then I jumping was just jumping into the- boat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because he went from like doing weird guitar, like slapping the guitar, being like- Which is like what I want. I want a white boy rapping and slapping the guitar. And then he went into like doing- Pop songs and they're good pop songs, but like that's not what I want. Uh, Eighteen stuck in her did you? What's that one you better though? Sing the. No, such a good impression. He's in my blood. It's because whenever I make a TikTok that flops, I get like a hundred comments. They're like, "Who's this Ed Sheeran?" I just started to embrace it. Yeah, you he's have. Part, to. He's part of me now. They say up and coming like I'm fucking in an elevator. <laughs> have we considered that he? Honestly, everyone's like Ed Sheeran's so ugly. I'm like, okay, if you saw Ed Sheeran at a bar, you would. Yeah, you would. You would fuck him immediately. Absolutely. Like, like, I'm sorry. I'm like, it's like all these like super hot, whatever, like quote unquote super hot man. Like if you saw Henry Cavill. That's no, I a feel the you, exact would, you would not speak to him. You go and you'd fuck Ed, Ed Sheeran. Sheeran. Well, it's also because like if you ever see like really handsome actors or whatever in mm. real life, their face looks fucked. Oh yeah, it's because terrifying. they don't look like regular people. No. Which is why they work, <laughs> they look good on TV or whatever. They look like plasticine. Yeah, it's like it's very uncanny. Yeah. So it's like whenever we're like that person's ugly, I'm like, if you saw them in real life, you'd be like, oh, that's a hot regular person. Oh yeah. All the like ugly celebrities, I think probably bone the most. Absolutely. Like quote, I'm saying quote unquote ugly. Yeah. But exactly. I'm like Steve ugly Buscemi, there's no way that Steve Buscemi has gone a week in his life without pussy. No. And I'm so happy for him. And he should be fucking taking that check to the bank. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm like, he's like, everyone, oh, he's ugly. Blah, 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 blah. He's hot. If you saw him in real life, you'd be charmed. Well, that's the thing. It's like, there's so much of like attractiveness nowadays because everybody's so like overly PR'd and stuff. Yeah, iPhone it's like, face. where is the vibes? Because you see Steve Buscemi and you're like, there's vibes there. 
My mom always said that about the Bee Gees. When the Bee Gees walked <laughs> into the room, no one could look away from the Bee Gees. It's like, there's vibes here. Yeah, there's, she was just like, it's not even that. She's like, it's not even that they were handsome. Trying to do my mother impersonation. <laughs> it's not even that they were handsome. It's just like your eyes were just drawn to them because of the charisma. And I was like, you know what? I believe you. Well, I've been going down a big like Laurel Canyon phase for the past like, six this. months. Yes. <laughs> and whenever you watch a, like, a documentary of someone mm -hmm. like in Laurel Canyon, 60s and 70s, California, even the famous people looked Oh yeah. Because no plastic surgery was really a thing yet. So they'd be like, and every and we saw Graham Nash and fuck when we saw Graham Nash and David <laughs> Crosby. And you look at them and you're like, them? <laughs> really? Because no, like, there's so normal. many people, like there's so many people like that where it's just like, that was a problem again to bring it back. Carly and I've been talking a lot about Daisy Jones and the Six. Well, yes. I've been talking to Carly a well, lot. Because about I've been Daisy waiting because I also read <laughs> Daisy Jones and the Six in February after everybody in the entire world had already read it. Yeah. So it was like nobody was ready to talk to me about no, it. No, I'm the second wave. Yes, I'm exactly. the second, You're wave, second wave of Daisy Jones. I'm second wave of Daisy Jones and the Six. But the problem is with the book and the TV show is that like. And speak on it. They don't make any attempt to make it seem like the 70s. No. And it's it, it's almost like I respect it in a way, in the way that I'm just like, this is fun, whatever. Yeah, like, this is not, yeah we're here for like the aesthetics. And yeah, else. exactly. I'm like, we're here for the the free people hall yes. that Daisy Jones is bringing to every episode. Yes. But like none of those actors looked like they lived in the 70s because their teeth were too white and their skin didn't have like creases of like dirt in it. Not that they were like, Victorian orphans, no, but, but it's just like- I mean, I'm reading Just on. Kids by Patti Smith right so now. Good. My favorite book. It's really good. I need to talk to you about when it. When I finish it, I will talk to yes. you all about it. But like, she, like there's those old pictures of her and Robert. Like they look fucking unshowered. Oh no, because like, they did not smelly. shower. Like nobody showered. No. You look at a picture of like, uh, like Bob Dylan. Yeah. You're like, oh, that man reeks. Joni Mitchell hated him. <laughs> that she out. first of all believed and she's so right for this she's like I'm just as good as Bob Dylan I'm just a woman which like speak on it absolutely yeah. <laughs> you're correct but she's also right. she's like one time we had to sing at a concert together and we had to share a microphone and his breath smelt so bad <laughs> and I was like yeah well, it's also like you're living in New York in the 70s. Like it's so much dirtier than it is now. Like yes. even Toronto, one of my favorites, so I'm an urban history nerd because everyone loves me and I fucked a lot in high school. <laughs> but I, one of the biggest things about Toronto that people don't know is that like Toronto was like a soot covered city. Whoa. And so people are like, like everything was like literally black. Like the buildings were like, even on some older buildings now, you can still see they're like black. Yeah. Like if you wipe the cloth, they would just come off black. And that's the reason why we tore down so much beautiful architecture because at the time it was, disgusting. It was covered in like, dirt. Like everyone was just <laughs> dirty and the city was covered in dirt. You know what I mean? Like uh, we're yeah. in such a clean era Definitely. Right now. I think too, it's like also like there's like a lack of perfection. I mean, we talked about Daisy Jones in the Six. I love Suki Waterhouse. I she love got her. great music. She's so gorgeous. She's perfect in my head. But it's so funny to have her in that show and they're like, Karen, just one of the guys. None of yeah. us really liked her. And you're like, the model? Yeah, sorry. The, Suki the, Waterhouse? Suki Waterhouse. David, sorry. sorry David, Tumblr was, Yeah, I was gonna, Robert Pattinson's girlfriend. <laughs> She's the regular one. And they don't even have her in the book. They kind of say like, she was pretty, but she just like wore a lot of like turtlenecks. And yeah. Stuff. And the whole thing, it's like, and I can accept that. Yeah, for sure. I think also like hotness and is if you vibe. cover your breasts, you're ugly. Yeah, exactly. You're literally Everyone a troll and that. nobody wants to be yeah. around you. Yeah. But there is a thing of like, you can dress somebody hot it's a look more normal, but they don't do that in that show. No, no they just sure. have her look hot. Yeah, they're just like, let's put you in the spandex bodysuit. Yeah, that exactly. for sure did not exist in this year. No, exactly. And do your hair in a way that no one was wearing it at that time. No, I'm like, like, I want them amazing. to be, make them dirty. Like you, it's like David Crosby in like a knit cap and the longest <laughs> ponytail imaginable. 
<laughs> we want no, that. Truly. Why does nobody in Daisy Jones and the Six look like Neil Young? And by That's that I I'm mean saying. unshowered, unshowered serial killer eyes, yeah. but can rip it on the guitar. <laughs> And that's the other thing too, just like when they're talking about drug use, like, uh, you know, they're supposed to have these like drug problems in Daisy Jones and the Six. I'm like, I know entry level servers that do more cocaine than you, <laughs> Daisy Jane. Like, I don't mean to be rude, but come on. And now like, let's, let's give it a it's little. It's like cut with fentanyl. Oh like, yeah, for that's sure. That's what I always think about too. And, I, and like, I make my parents so mad when I make this joke, but it's like <laughs> people now are like, weed is so much stronger. And like to think that Woodstock was like vibing on the worst weed in the oh, entire for sure. Like the people at Woodstock were smoking the weed you sell to grade nines. Oh, easily. And they're like, fuck man, free love. <laughs> and I'm like, fucking get a grip. I miss skunk weed. So I quit weed because yes. I was a, I was a weed addict. You were addicted to weed. I think I brought famously, this up, which is just sad. I was weed. famously a weed addict. I say that so not jokingly. It was destroying my no, life. No, I do feel as though I am also, I'm, I'm not a weed addict, but I am, fully dependent on oh weed. yeah I for need sure. to stop I know our producer Rob is doing like a <laughs> weed free October or whatever yeah. <laughs> trying and failing and I was like maybe I should do that and then I got so high and so depressed the next day. <laughs> but that's the thing about weed nowadays is like they literally chemically engineer this shit to just like do things to your brain where it's like I miss going to like behind a convenience store yes. in deep Scarborough, Ontario to meet a guy that your friend's friend gave you his number yeah. to sell you like a bag of weed for $12. I'm like, that was the best shit because you couldn't, you could not get too messed up on that no matter how hard you tried. Yeah. I, now it's like, I'm going to try my purple nurple super cush vape pen shatter I know, vibe. I know. It's like, what is this? This is meth. I, it, on, honest to God, Shall we talk about the Titanic? Yeah, let's talk about the Titanic. Okay. Um, so this episode, we're talking about the conspiracy theories I'm of so the Titanic. excited for this. This is one of the first episodes we can see because yeah. it's just such a fun, and it makes too much sense because you know, whenever a massive kind of disaster befalls humanity, yeah. in order to kind of metabolize it, um, we just kind of discount that it ever happened. Yeah, for sure. And it's so like, I feel like conspiracies around the Titanic are such a huge re reason that like the Titanic is still in the zeitgeist. Yes, it and feels talked very about. haunted in a way. I was way. at brunch today and this English table was talking about the Titanic. They were, but they, hey, that's, hey, that's, hey. they actually have the most comical English accents I've ever heard, like in public in Toronto. you like, heard of- Hello, can we get the bill, please, love? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> no one talks like that. I was like, like, first like, of all, you're doing a voice. It's like <laughs> when you and your friends are like, let's go to the Denny's and we'll have Australian accents and we'll tell the waiter that we're sisters. <laughs> I know, that's the thing. I was like, like, are you guys doing like a prank? Like, is this a prank where you're Hello, like- Hello, one bill, please. They're, they're doing character shillings. work. <laughs> anyway, so Titanic. Titanic. <laughs> we love the Titanic. We love the Titanic. I'm so excited to talk about the conspiracy theories. Me too. No, because it really was. I think we were saying this before, but like this was like at the heart of the conception of this podcast. Yes, because they're so fun and they're so insane. And it's and so funny. there's always something new. There's always yes, like a new one that comes up. Conspiracy theories nowadays about modern events can be so kind of malicious. They're so sad too. Like there's nothing fun anymore. They like you can be like- pipeline to Jordan that's Peterson. That's what I'm saying. Where it's like, it used to be like, you can be like, lol, huh? I don't think the moon landing exists. Like yeah. as a fun thing. And then you'll be like, actually that's an anti-Semitic conspiracy theory. And you're like, how? What happened? <laughs> how did you get there? But it, how did you get like, there? But it, like a lot of the conspiracy theories nowadays just kind of like suck. Oh yeah, it's like the crunchy mom to like trad wife pipeline. Yeah, it's like QAnon, anti-vax. Why can't you just be like a fun sportsy girl and not become an why can't you just right? Yes. Like there's this girl and I won't talk about her username online because like 
I wish her love and light. And she was just, like, used to be like saying that like a fun, like kind of granola, like yeah. girl who would post like fashion hauls. And then she joined a cult. Yeah. Oh my God. And she was like, you know, when they're always like doing this in their Instagram store and they're doing like a breath thing and they're surrounded by like 500 other white women all wearing those like pants that people who go to India once to do like yeah. volunteerism or wearing. <laughs> and they're like breathing like this, like, ha, ha, ha. fire like, breathing. Yeah. <laughs> fire breathing. Like, no. <laughs> no, I talk I, I talk about this with my roommate all the time because sometimes she'll come home and she'll be like, and I love you, Amanda, if you're listening to this. But like, <laughs> she'll, she'll come home and she'll be like, Blair, I'm thinking like the more and more, I just want to live on like a farm with all my friends and we each have our own field that we plow and we get together and have dinner and raise all the children in a group. Yeah. And I'm like, Amanda, like, the do Mansons. not do not go to the country. You will join a cult. Like yeah. you're you're gonna get what you were describing is becoming a Manson. Girl. Uh, yeah, and I'm like you are so you are at such high cult risk right now. But like honestly, she might enjoy it. I read I can see book, her loving it. I read the book Cultish by Amanda Montel. I would highly recommend if anybody's kind of interested in it. it's a really good nonfiction because it's very easy to understand. Like it's very mm. like pop nonfiction written. Yeah. Like it's fun. And she talks about like some cults, but then she also talks about how like modern people, because of the lack of religion, basically, we have nothing to tell us the kind of people to be. So there's just a yeah. million choices we have to make every single day. Yeah. So like people are like, I'm a glossier girl. I love soul cycle because at least- I'm like, a clean girl. There's a kind of, there's a set of rules. Yeah. So like we like modern culture, like we are very susceptible to cults. And oh, I believe absolutely. that myself too. Like if I didn't have a support system and somebody was like, so I've got the answers to your problems. I'd be like, well, let's go. Because even when you read about like anti-war movements in the 60s or whatever, it's like women get fucked in all of this. It's like men being like, we're thinking of revolutionary ideas. Yeah. And get in the kitchen, bitch. Like, I like- Get back to your duties. Exactly. No, it's true. Like, even it's so funny too to see like people on like teenagers on TikTok, like retroactively name trends that were like, in yes. 2013, yeah. where it's like, oh, this was soft grunge. It's like, no, that was American Apparel. <laughs> like, yeah, so what you're talking about is Tumblr. Yeah, what you're Tumblr. talking about is Lana Del Rey is born to die. Like, exactly. you're just talking about this, you know what I mean? And I was like, all these like rock star girlfriend, like cottage core, twee. It's like, that was all the same thing. That was just like it's just a Tumblr old. Yeah, it's just that they have things, like you know? a different name. Yeah, exactly. It's it's funny to watch people like hyper organize things, like where it's like, I want my, like you'll see this, do you watch those like curated style bundles ever? Yes. Where like half of them are really cute and half of them are just disasters. That's why I can never buy them because it's no. always, it's never good. They're always like, these never. are the pictures she sent me. And here's the garbage <laughs> I fished out of the gutter to get her. I'm like, that's not what she asked for. That's not what yeah, she asked for. It's like, what part of this was it? But then it will be like these girls and God bless, bless them. Love a teenage girl. But like, not in that way. Love and I life. should never have said that. Oh, I let's just take that out of context. Sorry, that's, don't take that out of context. I mean, like in a way, it's that not a podcast. Teenage girls are powerful. One of the co-hosts gets canceled for dating a teenage girl, <laughs> and it's not going to be me because I'm in a I'm in a, an exclusive relationship with a teenage so. boy, so. No. Reese, who never texts me. <laughs> You're so, so mad at him. So mad at Reese. <laughs> never texts. He me. never texts me. He's never texted each other ever. You can start. Yeah, no, um, probably it not. is interesting. Like it is, weird. Yeah. Like, it just feels like our culture is very ripe. I mean, we do have Scientology. And if you've ever yeah. been to LA, like I've been to LA. Cool. Jealous. It's fucking wild. Like mm. we walked past, Lisa <laughs> and I went and we were walking past, like it wasn't the Scientology building, although those are really scary too. And they have big robot vacuum cleaners that just go on the sidewalk and you're <laughs> like, this is going to fucking kill me. Like this has a The knife. ones with the trunk. It's, yeah, it's got like, yeah. a, it's like, I feel oh, yeah. like it has like a knife and it's like going to cut me. <laughs> But like we walked past like the Scientology Museum and it was like, did you know that every single day a hundred babies get prescribed antidepressants? Awesome. And I was like, I don't 
think that's I true. I wish I was prescribed antidepressants as a baby. <laughs> I was just like, it's just such a funny thing of like, I kind of, I think it's ultimately bad. <laughs> but I do think it's so fun that we live in an era where anyone can say just anything. Oh, yeah. You can say anything and have at least 100 people back you up. Like yeah. truly any opinion. It's actually crazy that every single day, 100 babies get, get, subs- antidepressants. get antidepressants prescribed to them. They're, they're, they're depressed babies because they're crying too yeah, much. Yeah, they're crying too much. No, it's truly crazy. Anyway, cults are fun. Whatever. We should do a cult. That'll be all right. We should do a cult one. Uh, we should do like a, should do a look a into a cult. A look into a cult. Oh my God. In Kingston, Ontario, there's a yellow deli, which is a big cult. Ooh. And they, but apparently the sandwiches are so good. And that's how they like, that's how they get you in. Do you know the yellow deli? Is that the same one in LA? Probably. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're all over the place. Um, but, um, yeah, apparently that's how they lure people in is just really their good. sandwiches are, they're amazing. And then if you seem like you're susceptible to joining a cult, then they'll be like, hey, you want to come to our farm? <laughs> and then is you're it, in the cult. Is the one where they're like, you can now be an employee at the restaurant. Yeah. We're a co-op. Everybody yeah. owns it and also now come to our farm. Yeah. Uh, join it. Yeah. Yeah. I never went there because I love sandwiches. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. No, it was nuts. Because I feel like we haven't had like a real modern cult. That one's like, oh, it's called something. It's got like a fun, a fancy, like a seven, seven The Seventh something. Day Adventists? No. Seven. Because oh, they were the I, ones that were at Waco. You know what? Maybe I should just look it up so I don't like. So it's not going to bother you. It's not going to bother me. I can't not know a fact. It's my downfall. Well, that's the benefit of having a phone. And I've actually made my phone actively <laughs> a dumb phone recently because I don't want to spend any time on it. And I would, if I could buy a flip phone, I would. But they really don't have the twelve 12- tribes. Yes, that's the. How'd you get there so fast? Yellow Deli thing. Yeah, twelve tribes. Yeah. Okay. Sponsor Crazy. us. Sponsor us, 12 Tribes. <laughs> so I'm going to lead you through a couple of the conspiracy I'm so theories. excited. I think this can be a really good kind of moment for us to really sink into the truth tannic concept. Yes. And Which try. is what is the truth? Yeah. What is the truth? And we can see if any of these kind of ring true to us or punch them up. Mm-hmm. Make them better. Yeah. You know, make them more believable. Add humanity to kind it. Kind of like add a feminine perspective. Add a woman. Just add a woman. Add a woman. Add a woman. Why not? Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. So the first one is the Olympic theory. And this was that the Titanic never sank. It was actually the Olympic mm-hmm. that sank. You've heard that. I'm familiar with this. Yes, this is one of the most famous ones. So I thought mm-hmm. we'd start off with this. It's a good um, one. It was pitched by Robin Gardner in his book, The Titanic, The Ship That Never Sank, which was published in 1998. So okay. again, pretty talking about people can just say whatever they want. Yeah. Sometimes you can publish a whole book on a thing that's just not true. Can I also just say that's so suspicious to publish a book like the like the year of the movie is at the Oscars. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, like you're 1998, you're capitalizing. Well, that's like that whole um, like GameStop movie. Yes. Basically, <laughs> as soon as it happened, like this guy, he makes a shit ton of money by pitching to publishing companies like a real life story, like the book that's the real life story mm. of these massive like, like legal cases or whatever that are happening. Yeah. So he did like the social network and all this stuff where it's like he writes the book and then you, you uh, then- it's basically just books that are published he over the course of like two weeks. And they're basically just written to be optioned for movies. So you don't have to buy their oh life god. rights to people. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. And like the girls that are do that I think are doing the um like the GameStop movie, they're like, yeah, it's great. Cause like basically we're just called in every time Aaron Sorkin says no to a project like this. <laughs> and then we get to do it. Honestly, a slay career. And I was like, I would. Like those girls live in the dream. I'm gonna switch the hats just because okay. you are I'm the, the captain now. Yeah, we're I, down. Look at me. Look at me. I'm I should the... not do that accent. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to chime in. Where is he? I was about to chime in. Where is he? He was t- 
talented. Because he was so talented and he was a taxi driver before that yeah. movie. No, he's good. I hope he's in something. He's probably it, doing I'm it. not optimistic about it. It doesn't, Holly, okay. Our producer Rob is shaking his head. <laughs> <laughs> For anyone who is not watching this visually, which presumably most of you aren't. Oh yeah. We are down a hat today. Carly and I, I both have I forgot the hat. Carly forgot a hat and I've lost the little boy sailor tie. We might just need a new- <laughs> Rest in peace. <laughs> a new set of hats. That's okay. Switch it up. So uh, we switched hats. Yes. I think that we can kind of sort of go fund me. Yeah. Hats. Maybe we can get like a celebrity sponsor. Or if you could just uh, e-transfer truthtanning at gmail.com anywhere between yes. 11 and $16. We get a, we'll do like a celebrity kind of like telethon. Yeah. Get Michael get, Jackson. No. <laughs> Michael Jackson is dead. I know he's so dead. I realize how my He's also a pedophile. Yeah, he's a dead pedophile. May dead, he, right? May he, may he rest. May he rest. No, we'll get Rachel Zegler. Yes. <gasps> She's free. I love Rachel Zegler. I love her. And honestly, I'm a Rachel Zegler apologist. Is it, It's Zegler, oh, not deeply. Ziegler. Zegler? Ziegler? Ziegler? She Zegler? got mad because the Gossip Girl reboot talked about her and they pronounced her name wrong. Really? So I want to be like, we should say her name correctly because we stand. I love her. The new West Side Story is incredible. She's so I'm talented. such a truther for, the, for Rachel Zegler I know. and the West Side Story remake is incredible. It's so good. And- um. Oh, who plays Anita? What's her, sorry, what's her name? Angela Bassett did the thing. <laughs> oh, Ariana DeBose. Yeah, she's fucking oh, she's phenomenal. Amazing. And the whole added layer of gentrification, obviously I love it. I was like, West Side Story needs- It looks beautiful. It's, it's gorgeous. And it's also like, it's so much more devastating because it's like they're fighting over this neighborhood that's just going to be destroyed to the Linton, the Lincoln, Lincoln Center. Oh, God. I can't talk. Yes. <laughs> I'm overrun with emotions. How do you say it? Zegler. Zegler. Okay, Rachel right. Zegler. I love her though. I'm so excited yes, for her. Yes, Rachel Zegler. Come on the podcast. Rachel Zegler. Come on the podcast. Do you want to be on a podcast? Do you want to be on Titanic? Titanic? Rachel Zegler. Rachel Zegler. We love you, girl. Rachel Zegler, we literally we love, love you. you. And we honestly, I think we get along. I think we get along too. I think she'd have fun. I think she'd be cool. I think she'd have fun. And I think she needs, she needs she good friends. She's a Curtis Connor fan and she was on the Curtis Connor podcast. <gasps> oh my God. We're basically- I know. that's all. He lives in Toronto. He I lives in Toronto. I see him biking around. He's a guy. I mean, he kind of looks like about 75,000 other men that live in Toronto, but yes, like, he's love got that for him. He's got the look. I like him. Maybe I see him. You probably do. He just looks like every <laughs> other man in Toronto. Like, that's why I find no, it I so funny when people are like, he's so hot. And I was like, well, then have I got the city for you to move to? <laughs> like, if you just kind of wander up and down Queen West, you're, you're going to you're, 700 you're gonna be in heaven. Like, I know, girly. <laughs> you're going to have to well, dip into the alley to rub the bean. Exactly. <laughs> like, rub the bean. What's wrong with me? <laughs> Lift the hood. Lift the hood. Flick the bean to the... <laughs> Rachel Zegler, come, come on the pod. Truth, come on the pod, Rachel Zegler. We love you. We love you. you and we're not doing it ironically. Want. I think no. that you've been really unfairly treated. Yeah, and you were right about the Snow White stuff. When you people were right. Were on her, I was like, she's You're literally right. right, and she's being also she's not being sassy. And, and you can send this fucking hate my way. Yeah. All of a sudden, when she says that, all these Snow White fans come oh, to yeah. the fucking woodwork. Yeah. Who cares? I'm like, who the fuck is this Snow you? White original animated movie fans coming out like, all of a sudden? Like, they've been oppressed for years. Yeah, exactly. Crawling out of whatever hovel they live in. No, yeah. no that movie is mid. That movie is like 80 minutes long. And she goes, oh, <laughs> it's like it's impossible to listen to like that girl wasn't even cast because she's good dude like she was like someone's daughter and they were like my daughter is a beautiful singing voice because no 
it's terrifying. <laughs> like it's, so it's actually fun. horrifying. So honestly, yeah, everyone can dick off. Pisses me off. I'm so excited for a ballad of songbirds and snakes. Oh girl, I'm reading the book. I, I, cause I, this is so good. I, I haven't it. finished it yet. Also, it's nothing so against long. it's so long. It's the way pages. a Hunger Game prequel does not need to be five hundred <laughs> pages. But yet I didn't want it to fascist, end about the fascist president. president. No, <laughs> as a young hot guy. But I I wasn't. I didn't read it before when it came out because I was like I don't want that interested in it. But then I saw the trailer. So good. And Rachel Ziegler slaying the house down. She's slaying boots. Gorgeous. Gorgeous costume. Gorgeous, beautiful dress. Her boyfriend, dress. I guess, like, he has a role in it too. And he's, like, he's just in, like, the, like, games room uh, screaming. And I was yes. like, this movie looks so good. I'm I so have, excited. My sister and I are like, we're like, we are going the day it comes out. I read it. I read the book so fast because I'm I'm like a pretty fast reader, but like I, yeah, I'm sorry. I actually read really actually fast. Actually, the games really fast. But I had to read um a ballad of songbirds and snakes in 48 hours because I need to go back to the library and I didn't realize that they don't do late fees anymore. <laughs> so I literally read this book okay, yeah, yeah, in yeah. like less like a day and a half, wow. and I was just I was taken away. I was in the world. I'm excited. Yeah, and I, think I, like you're, that, I think you're gonna like it. Because her whole character is like a lot more feminine, which I do appreciate. I love when they have a girl that likes dresses. Yes. Because her costumes are gorgeous. And I'm like, fucking thank God. Because Katniss, I mean, Jennifer Lawrence clocking in and out, like trying to get her Oscar, no- like an Oscar nom for oh, Hunger yeah, Games. Like for she's sure. so fucking She's great incredible in, in the Hunger Games. But they, the whole thing about her, she's like, I don't care about clothes. I'm a victim yeah. of war. Yeah. And it's like, I get it, but I do also want to see you in a, a beautiful gown. And Lucy Gray Baird is like, I want to wear my beautiful dress. Are you? Are you coming to the tree? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm getting nervous that the podcast doesn't know I'm a vocalist. So. I know, last night when we were at the fucking concert, Blair was like harmonizing as if there was a record producer in the crowd and she was trying to get discovered. Hey, you never know when A&R is going to show up. And I was like, yeah, like I sounded so bad. I also just never think anyone can hear me at concerts. And everyone's like, you sent me a video of you just screaming in the background. I'm like, oh, didn't really didn't pick realize. that up. Did I sound good? <laughs> it was okay. like good. So. The Olympic theory. Yes. So the, yeah, the argument was that her sister ship, the Olympic was actually the one that sank, but it was an act of insurance fraud. Basically, mm-hmm. they claimed mm-hmm. that the Titanic sank instead of the Olympic because the Titanic was newer, they'd get more money. And it was by the International Mercantile Marine Group, which is owned by JP Morgan. There's a lot of J.P. Morgan slander yes. in this. And I do feel like I didn't care to do enough research into this, but it feels like there's so much J.P. Morgan slander that I wouldn't be surprised if it's like a QAnon kind of like somehow they're like, he's a he's fucking Pizzagate. With, you know what I mean? Like it seems like- The that Titanic like, was the Pizzagate of the Gilded honestly, Age. Hillary's email sank with the Titanic. Hunter Biden's laptop was on board. <laughs> Fuck, okay. I'm so mad. Because I submitted a package for This Hour's 22 Minutes, the Canadian sketch show. Mm-hmm. And they ask you to write a sketch that's political. Mm-hmm. And my fucking sketch is so good. And they didn't hire me. And the mm-hmm. sketch was like about people. It was like a PSA about, because it has to be a PSA style and it has to be about Canadian or like world news. And it was a PSA hey. for people who don't read the news, basically being like, I don't read the news and that's okay. And it was people being like, um, I asked I asked my friend if I could buy Hunter Biden's laptop because I was hearing a lot of stuff about that because I because <laughs> I poured coffee on my laptop and I just wanted a new one. I thought that it might have really good storage or whatever. And I was and then I, you guys fuck you guys didn't know what you had in that. That was a great <laughs> fucking sketch. And you know you're gonna see a sketch that's just like that. 
Exactly. If, they, if everybody watches minutes. 22 minutes and if they do one fucking sketch about Hunter Biden's laptop. If they go one minute over 22 minutes. Defund. Listen. Defund 22 Listen. minutes. De- defund the 20, 21 minutes next year. Mm-hmm. Suck it. Fuck Trudeau. Eat my, no, eat I don't my believe Trudeau. that. That's a sleepy Trudeau. Sleepy Trudeau. <laughs> Start it up, honestly. Start it up. My favorite Justin Trudeau quote is that one time he was talking about the LGBT community and he said LG, uh, he said LGDP. And I was like, that's a king. It went long. I remember that. That was funny. I, also, I had a field day with that for about There's also like a really hours. funny Joe Biden clip where some like Fox News reporters asking him like, do you think inflation is good? And he's on a hot mic and he goes, yeah, I think inflation is good. Stupid son of a bitch. <laughs> it's Awesome. And it's not even like a hot mic moment. Like he's in a press conference just saying into the mics, you stupid son of a bitch. It's awesome. I, it's awesome. And sometimes I love Joe Biden just in the way that like this guy he is doesn't so give old. A fuck. He doesn't, he just does not care. He's like, I, he's the amount saying, of, he's saying anything. The amount of personal trauma I've experienced is unparalleled to anyone, anything anyone in this room has experienced. So I'm so <laughs> mad to be here. It's like none of you lived through Vietnam. Yeah. Well, his son, like his, his first wife and son died in a plane crash. Yeah, it's just so horrible. And yeah, then his other so son died of cancer. Yeah. And then Hunter had an addiction problem. Like yeah. he's like, he's been through the ringer. He just wants to get it over with. He's a survivor. No, he's just he's just trying to pull the country out of the Trump administration and, and pass and it on to Kamala and be Exactly. Dead. Truly. So the Olympic was damaged. <laughs> 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 the Olympic transition. The <laughs> sleigh. <laughs> the Olympic was damaged while sailing from Southampton, England, to New York in September 1911. Oh, so cool. it was returned to the shipping yard in Belfast for repairs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're, you're I believe you. <laughs> Your eyes are so We're red. crying. <laughs> Okay. This is a really um, silly funny time. <laughs> the company repaired the Olympic and it sailed to New York and back. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it was it was returned to Belfast for more repairs the yeah. next year, March 1912, which is a few weeks before the Titanic is set to set sail. Mm-hmm. So it was in this it was in Belfast when the Titanic, a few oh, weeks before the Titanic was, okay, that's, okay. was supposed to set I sail. See this. Okay. People found the Olympic too severely damaged to be profitable. So at some point they switched it with the Titanic to purposefully ditch the damaged ship and reap the insurance money mm-hmm. of the newer ship sinking. And I guess in the process, the, the thought process of this is, but also, unfortunately, we have to kill <laughs> a thousand thousands, people. a thousand people. Yeah, I mean, I, okay, I have t- two major thoughts on this conspiracy theory. Okay. The first, which is that like, I feel like it's the most like, believable. Yeah, anything that has a complex kind of legal thing like insurance yes. fraud is a lot more believable than being like the mummy. Yeah, which is my favorite one. We're no, that's the, the best curse. one. That's the the mummy's curse is the best and the most true because the least likely thing is always true. That's exactly. But um no, this one kind of drives me crazy because like if you think about it you're like, "Oh, that makes sense." But then if you actually look into the detail, it's just so blatantly like not true and makes no sense. And I feel like yes. it's because like you just use kind of like a lot of big words when people explain it. And then like 
you don't really process what it means. It's like, you know, like insurance fraud, blah, blah, blah. And you're, yeah, and, and you're like, right. But if you actually say it in simple words, because I do agree. I think that like the insurance fraud of it all, if there was some way in which this could happen, um, like without killing a bunch of people, mm-hmm. I would be a lot more likely to believe it. It's like the same thing when they're like during 9-11, that building exploded. Do you know this thing? It's yes. Like, yeah. yeah they're, they're being, and it's like, okay, I don't really think that any company or government would be able to justify the negative press and PR of a massive loss of lives. Yes. Like for the profit, because the White Star Line like really took a fucking damage oh, after they were this. Like, they were like done Like at it's this not point. worth it to get insurance money on your one ship. No. And then tank your entire company. And also just like to lose a ship like that. Like I feel like we're in such a time where like, no matter how long they're taking to build the Eglinton LRT, things are built very fast these days. Like condos yeah. go up very yeah. fast. Like ships are built pretty fast, whatever. Like this was like a laborious, like many year. Like uh, we said in the first episode, but like this was conceived of in like 1906 and these ships were launched a fucking for like- a long time. Yeah, I'm like, if you get pregnant that year, your kid's going to kindergarten by the time these ships are launched. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that's a long time. And it just like, it just feels like too many steps. And also considering that like, the Olympic and the Britannic were both like around for a decent while after that. Well, yes. So this has been a debunked theory. Obviously, yeah. he's been debunked. There's also just like differences in the ships. Because the British historian, Gareth Russell, so a quote from him is that he calls a theory so painfully ridiculous that one can only lament the thousands of trees which lost their lives to provide the paper on which it has been articulated. Burn. Burn. Um, since the ship, the sister ships had significant interior architectural and design differences, mm-hmm. switching them secretly in a week would be nearly impossible from a practical standpoint. Mm-hmm. A switch would also not be economically worthwhile since the ship's owners could have simply damaged the ship while docked by like setting it on fire, whatever, yeah. and collected insurance money from the accident, which would also like not kill <laughs> thousands of people. Yeah. Yeah. So not true. Yeah, I think it's like, this conspiracy theory to me is like one of the more exciting ones to hear. And then when you start thinking about the details, like it all falls apart and it stops being fun. As far as conspiracy theories go, it's definitely a better one just because it's anything that's motivated by money is a lot more mm-hmm. believable than aliens or whatever. And also like I have the type of brain where like as soon as you mention insurance, fraud, like any of that kind of stuff, my brain just kind of like dumbs itself down yeah. and just waits for the conversation tied to turn. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like, it's like the second somebody this. brings Sorry. up fucking space, I'm out. Like, yeah. I have nothing to say about that. Or like when people talk about investing in like hedge funds and yeah. like what's that other stocks? I'm like, bro, that sounds great. You keep talking about it. Um, I I'll have, be over here. I have stocks. Good for you. My fucking like, but my investor, like he could be scamming me because I know so little. I read, they send a report every week, no, every yeah. month and I read it and I'm like, what am I looking for? Yeah. Like, what about this is, it could be in Sanskrit and it would, it would have the same impact. I know. I have like, like, it's the same, like my financial setup right now is like everyone, it's none of it is done by me. Like I don't have an investor, but it's like through the union and through yeah. also just like accounts I've set up to take certain money away from yeah. me because I'm like, I just, you take know it away, I mean? take it away. Just take it away. Like I need to know I have money somewhere if I need it. And yeah, it's the same. Like I get these reports and I'm like, this could mean anything. Yeah. Like I, I've got no. And clue. I like my degree is like in like art business. Good so I have like a little bit of understanding. Yeah. But it's all like, it's none of it's the financial. Yeah. I got a 48 on my accounting midterm. Yeah. <laughs> like I know how to be a publicist. Yes, exactly. I'm like, I can make a business plan. Yeah, for sure. But budget, no. No. 
Okay, yeah, another theory. This is a QAnon theory that's actually kind of gained more interest, like in recent years. Okay, and this is that again. J.P. Morgan catching strays. Oh my god, he sunk, people just hate him. They hate him. <laughs> J.P. Morgan sunk the Titanic to create the Federal Reserve. Okay. Again, I think this is some kind of thing of like the coastal elite. Mm, yeah, they're running or like that. Like, there's like some kind of like anti-Semitic thing of like, Hopeless. yeah, like yes, yeah. exactly. Of being like it's all being run by blah, blah, blah. yeah. It's like a long-winded way to be like, just say you're anti-Semitic and go, yeah, get out of here, <laughs> get out of here, and take your damn dog. So the reason this comes is because, like, the reason this this like conspiracy theory comes from the idea that. Uh, as we talked about before, J.P. Morgan was supposed to be in the Titanic. Yes. But wasn't. He stopped at the last minute. Um, and also some of his competitors who were on the Titanic, um, like they, like a lot of his competitors, those rich people died. Yes. So not only did his competitors die, but the theory here is that a lot of those competitors and very wealthy people actually oppose the Federal Reserve. Um, and if you don't know what the Federal Reserve is, it's, it's basically like, and people who actually know anything about business are going to be so mad, but I'm going to dumb it down. <laughs> I actually think I might have, uh, written it down. Yes, I did. I'm going to read it just kind of point blank. That feels like the best way yes. to get the information Thank out. you. The Federal Reserve is the United States of America's central banking system, mm -hmm. which aims to control banking in order to avoid large-scale financial crises. And then in parentheses, I wrote, I don't know enough about this, but surely it isn't working right. <laughs> <laughs> we got the banks, Hamilton. Yeah, they're in the same spot. And you got more than you gave, and, and I, I wanted what, what I got. got. If you got skin in the game, you, you stay, stay in the, the game. game. But, but you, you don't get a stay unless you play in the game. Oh, you get, you get love, love for it. it. You, you get, get hate for it. You get nothing if you wait for it. Wait for it. Wait. Lord, help and forgive me. I want to build something that's <laughs> going to outlive me. me. What do you want, Burr? What do you want, Burr? If you stand for nothing, Burr, what do you fall for? I... I want to be in the room where it happens, the room where it happens. I want to be in the room. I want to be in the room where it happens. I want to be in the room. I got to be in the room. Obviously, Lin-Manuel Miranda gets a lot of hate for being cringe. No, he slays. That fucking musical is so, Dude, it's so good. Good. Whenever people try to hate on Hamilton, I'm just like, actually, like, I'm, I'm sorry that your life is sad enough that you're hating on this fun musical. It's also like, it's okay, also if you want to no, exactly. Like, if you want to hate on Hamilton, show me your MacArthur Genius Grant. <laughs> yeah. Like, sorry. Sorry you can't have fun. Exactly. So basically the idea was like, um, JP Morgan sunk his competitors because he wanted to create the Federal Reserve. I yeah. he was one of the champions for it. I don't really understand why. As a, I guess as a millionaire who like has vested interest in like the stock exchange, like you want that to continue. Again, obviously, somebody email us at truthtanic at gmail and explain why. <laughs> explain to me why if the Federal Reserve is created in like the 1910s, why has after it. There've been so many financial crises because there's a reason. Surely there's a reason, but I'm well, like, because everything's in the same spot, so you just have to go one place to corrupt everything, as opposed to having to go to 17 then, different banks and corrupt them all individually. Then what we've created is bad, for sure. Okay. Absolutely, there's no way. It's also like nothing good. Like if you think of like like things that are created in times of like 
financial prosperity. Obviously, it's terrible as soon as things take a downturn. Yes. Where it's just like there was so much money in like 1910, 1912, like this Gilded Age before, like yeah. either of the wars. So much money, whatever. And then they're just like, yeah, let's build this like amazing giant bank that will <laughs> never fail right. us. <laughs> yeah. I know. It's like, do you ever think about before the pandemic, how we were all just like breathing in each other's germs so much more? Yeah. Like it's shocking. No, it's crazy. Like I used to go to bars and just like find like uh like beers that have been left over and drink them. Yeah. And I'm like, and that to me, I was like, this is a save $20 tonight. <laughs> and get roofied. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was like I was dying. Like it, it wouldn't even be just me. It would be like me and a couple of friends. You know? <laughs> Let's go. Let's go cruising. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go see what we can book scavenge. Uh, so we talked about them in the notable passengers uh episode more in depth, but yes. there's Isidore Strauss, who is the owner of Macy's and King Princess's great-great-grandfather. Yes. Amazing. Um, Guggenheim. Yes, Guggenheim, heir to the mining empire and did the museum. Imagine having a mining empire. I know. It's just a bad look in 2023. <laughs> Awful. <laughs> it's like whenever anybody talks about oil, I'm like, yeah, so let's keep that to yourself. Don't talk about that. Say you own Sears. Yes, exactly. You know? That's all we need. <laughs> no. um, and then Lie John Jacob Astor of Astoria Hotels. John Jacob Astor. John Jacob Astorheimer's man. I've told you famously that I saw a meme that said um, it was John Jacob Oppenheimer's men. And it was a meme. Jesus. Like it was like it was like it was like somebody had somebody had edited, if you look up like what is Oppenheimer's full name? And it, like they had edited John it to Jacob look like that. And I saw it online and fully That's funny believed it to be true. And yeah. I went to Reese and I was like, do you know what Oppenheimer's full name was? And then he said his actual name. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's what I meant. I knew that. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> so too. the idea was like that these other three incredibly rich people yeah. oppose the creation of the Federal Reserve. So JP Morgan sank the Titanic okay. in order to kill his competitors. This I have is a not question, true. I have a question about that. Like, yeah, do we have any proof that they didn't want no, the Federal Reserve? No, this is made Reserve? up. So Astor, Guggenheim, and Strauss didn't oppose the creation of the Federal Reserve at all. Yeah. A digital search of key U.S. newspapers of this era doesn't show Astor or Guggenheim taking a position on the Federal Reserve at all. So there's no yeah. nothing. Uh, Strauss did. He spoke publicly in favor of the creation of the Federal Reserve, according to um, an October 1911 story in the New York Times. Mm-hmm. Also, as we talked about before, the whole J.P. Morgan skipping the Titanic thing, he didn't not go on the Titanic because he knew it was going to sink. It was because he was trying to send art over to New York and the art got tied up in a yeah. shipping port and he had to stay and figure that out. Yeah, I feel like this is similar for me, at least to the Olympic theory, where it's just like when you say it first, it's a lot of big words and buzzwords and things that sound yes. right. And then you look into it and it just falls apart so quickly. Where it's yeah. just like this, just it, it's just so overly complicated. Where it's like you, he could have just hired an assassin and had these guys killed. You know, yeah, like it's 1912. The, no one's going to catch you. Yeah, it's like that John Mulaney joke. Where it's like no, like the judicial system <laughs> yeah. was so fucking bad in that time. Yeah, they just drew a big chalk outline of a fucking body. They're like, too bad. We don't know. <laughs> Look for a guy there's, there's, wearing a mask. Yeah, exactly. There's 15 footprints of footprints of blood yeah. leading, leading out the door. Who cares? Yeah, like there's no, you could just poison <laughs> them with arsenic and they'd be like, Look for a man with dirty shoes. Exactly. Oh <laughs> it's you could get away with anything. Like yeah. old bank robberies, they used to like shoot the name of the gang into the side of the fucking wall. Yeah. <laughs> Be like, oh, the, 
the, you can't get the me. The cramps were here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the cramps, the punk band, whatever. The cramps were here. <laughs> the cramps are here. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they were that's, my br- that's my British kind of like sex pistols. That was actually, that was American. No. Oh, no, okay. Yeah, no, yeah. Okay. Fuck you, Margaret Thatcher. Listen, one of my friends gave me like a, um, <laughs> she had to write these like TV show pitches as like her agent gave her this um, like exercise to write a hundred TV show pitches. Holy fuck. Which uh, like five a day for whatever, which I actually okay. honestly think That's is like a, a good, good idea. idea. Yeah. But then one of her um, ideas was just like the first lady gets in as prime minister and she just does a terrible job and everyone hates her. And I was like, so just the Margaret, the Margaret Thatcher, Thatcher story, the Iron Lady starring Meryl Streep. I was like, I That's fucking very hate her. Well. And like, it is the thing of like, if you're raised in a certain kind of like Irish or British family, I grew up hating her and couldn't tell you what she did. <laughs> like for a long time, I was just like, we hate her. We hate her. And it's yeah. so, like the day she died, there was fucking parades. Oh yeah. And that's kind of awesome. <laughs> I just love that vibe for like politicians in general, like whether they're good or bad. Like I'm make like, a you know, splash. Just, yeah, make a splash. <laughs> make a splash. Make a splash. <laughs> That's destroy, my political party. Destroy, Make a splash. Destroy the economy. Destroy the economy. That's a big Get rid thing. of council housing. Like the reason that there's such a strong kind of like union and middle class identity in the UK is just because it's so much mm-hmm. more closer together. So when mm-hmm. the unemployment lines were big, like it wasn't like you're going to like an unemployment office in the middle of rural nowhere. So you no. had no idea how bad it was. It was like they were all together and like, this yeah. is fucked up. <laughs> you see all your buds. Yes, <laughs> you exactly. Go to the pub after. I know. I feel like you have to grow up in such a specific type of family who just like because every once in a while I'll meet someone who's just like, "Why do you know so?" And I'm one of those people. So yeah. I can't even, like, why do you know so much about UK politics? Yeah. And the thing is, like, they're always underinformed. Like, I have so many opinions similar to your Thatcher opinion, which I also share. Yeah. But like, so many opinions where I'm just like, the, "Where did that come from?" I know it's like, just in your just, bones. Yeah, yeah. Like someone just told me that, and when my I was child nine, brain absorbed it. Yeah, exactly. They were like, "Just so you know, Margaret Thatcher hated minors," and <laughs> I, and I was like, "I'm seven, and I guess this is the information that I'm taking." Yeah, into exactly. It. And now I'm just gonna like regurgitate it because, like, you know, I'm not getting updated by like the yes. London Times. No, almost. no. And it is the but thing no. of like, I grew up in America, so I kind of thought this was like a unique thing. But then you come back to Canada, which is like very much in the Commonwealth, and I'm yeah. like, "Oh my God, thank God." <laughs> Other people know about the, these things that I know. You know what I mean? Because growing up in America, my mom would be like, hey, come here. Mm-hmm. The fact that healthcare isn't free is really fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, right, I'm 12. Well, it's like also just like my family was like big monarchy followers in the way that okay. they just like, they were like, they're Kardashians. Like they hated yes. them, but they just needed to You need to, to consume, yeah. Yeah, you need to consume them. So it's like, people now will be like, why do you know so much about the monarchy? Like, how do you know Princess Beatrice is? It's like- it's not my choice. No, you like, just these are, know. Like, why do you know who Chloe? I thought that Kendall and Kylie Jenner were the same person until literally like three years ago. Yeah. And that's not because like, like I'm avoiding it. It's just because I have all that headspace is taken up by the goddamn queen mother. Yeah, you exactly. Know what I, mean? like, yes, yeah. <laughs> I don't have room for any more like yeah. women. You're dude. like Princess Margaret. Actually, she was in love with a guy, but he was divorced. So she couldn't be with him. Yes. And she spent the rest of her life heartbroken. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. That's I, my, that's actually my Kylie lip. I know. I literally, so, I was watching the crown and I was like, this is so boring. Cause I just know what's going to happen. There's no twists and turns in this. I know. Me. Oh my God. When we got to the, <laughs> Di- that Diana season, that Diana season, it's like mainline that shit into my veins. Yeah, exactly. The amount that I know about princess, my mom, like as with most moms, but it's like truly like nothing is, nothing was worse for her. Than Diana oh, dying. Yeah. Like that is her 9-11. My like, sister's middle Titanic. name is Diana. 
because she was born in 1998 and my mom was like, it's too soon to give her the first name Diana. So there's a comedian and he has a story about how when Princess Diana died, his mom was like, he was like four or something. His mom was like, feed yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Like... Like middle class mothers of oh, the yeah. world when Diana died were in the trenches. I, I don't know, know it was what awful. is the modern equivalent of like if a woman died, we would just be like inconsolable. What's oh, that equivalent? God, I don't know. It's hard because like I don't know if there's like one. Because who do we care about so Maybe much? Maybe Emma Chamberlain. No, know. but like I wouldn't be like like she's still too divisive. There's gotta be somebody that we're like, she's too mm. pure. I don't know. I'll have to think on that and get back to you because I don't know if there's anyone who's really like has like a pure wholesome media persona. It has to be somebody who's not on social media, I think, because I think also the appeal of Diana was like, she could seem so pure because you didn't know everything about her. Mm -hmm. She also had like a huge position of power. You know what I mean? Oh, maybe AOC. No. People don't like her as much. No, people don't like her as much. Even like people that like her, I feel like are still like, we gotta be. Well, yeah, that's exactly the thing. It's like, I am so, I'm a leftist, but like we gotta figure our shit out. We gotta, the we gotta, we gotta just agree. Like people, uh, like like Trump supporters are like, we don't care. Yeah, come over, and we're like, it's actually interesting because you're a democratic socialist, but you can't even understand the fact that pure socialism is actually what we're working towards. And it's yeah. like, bro, we're trying to make sure Trump's not getting into yeah. office. <laughs> we're trying to get less people killed here. You know, like yes. let's not get into specific. Ooh, two people making out on the balcony. Where? No, they're gone. Wait. Yeah, you can't see him. Your eyesight is so much better than mine. It's actually really bad. It was just because he was like pushing her into the wall in a sexy way. Did we call someone? No, I don't think so. I've told you about the cult house in my neighborhood. No. On the podcast. I haven't talked about this. Have you? Maybe you have. There's a house in my neighborhood that has a man with a long ponytail who is constantly kind of whittling shivs out of sticks in front of it. Awesome. And there's three different women with really long hair and vacant stares who kind of just like walk around the block every once in a while together. And I'm like, he, this is bad. Like, yeah, but you can't sure. like call the cops on the bad vibes. Wives. Yeah, like you can't know, call. You can't be I like, wish I could. yeah, I want to be like, you guys need to check this out. Mm-hmm. But I was walking home the other day, and I was telling Ben, who was on the podcast last week, like, oh, this is the cult house, <laughs> and they put out they put out Halloween decorations, and it's this bloody corpse. <gasps> So they're like, they, and Ben went, we were walking and I wasn't looking and Ben looked and went, oh my God. And I looked around and I just saw it and I screamed at the top of my lungs because I thought it was like a dead body because it's the oh, cult house. my God. And it's like, they know what they're doing. Like they know the preconceived notions of this house in the neighborhood. That's insane. I know. Horrifying. 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 Do we, should we talk about the next Yes, theory? let's move on to the next thing because honestly, J.P. Morgan, whatever. No, and Guggenheim didn't even Emmer. book his ticket until J.P. Morgan already canceled. Yeah, I feel like that's just like these rich men, you think they're that good at planning? No, it's their wives. Exactly. Behind every man is a woman. Is a woman buying That's the quote, right? Behind every Titanic. man, there is a woman. <laughs> standing, if, if you see a man, peek behind, behind him. him. There's, there's a, a lady. There. There's a woman there. And she's, she's backwards in heels. She's hiding. She's in heels. She's in a sexy little top and she's buying him boat tickets. Exactly. And that's the role of women in history. Exactly. Who cooked the Last Supper? Her. A woman with t- tickets to the Titanic. A woman with tickets to the Titanic. <laughs> Tits up to her chin. Oh my God. fun little shoes. Whenever I see a woman, I do truly think the reason I realized I was in some way queer was going to a Renaissance festival and oh, seeing yeah. a woman's tits absolutely crushed by a corset. Yeah, you can't come back from that. Like, and they're just kind of like lightly jiggling. Yeah. I was like, like up to here. Oh, I'm going to hell. I know. We were talking <laughs> about earlier this year, talking about going to Renaissance Fair, which I also we really want to go. Do, but I cannot go until I find a corset that I know. will get like literally 
rip my tits from their base. <laughs> you know, like I don't want them anywhere near my you like, want them rib here. cage. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I I'm going to go as a jester. Ribs. I'm going to go as kind of like a jester. I'm, like, I'm going to go right as, in. <laughs> I'm going to go as a wench slut. <laughs> <laughs> my I'm fun going, little clown as, friends. Oh, I'm going as plague doctor. I'm going as whore with chlamydia <laughs> or syphilis. Sorry. Ooh, I'm going to go, no. go as little peasant boy with syphilis. Yeah, you. We both have syphilis, but for me, it's because I'm a horror. For you, it's because you're a child in the mines. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Okay, so this is a theory I titled the Sean Kingston theory. Love this. And this is that a fire actually oh. sunk the Titanic. Fire So this theory basically states that although the Titanic did hit an iceberg, like we have eyewitness accounts, <laughs> that the reason behind that was due to a fire that basically was the reason that the Titanic was going up full speed that day. Oh, We've talked okay. about how their belief was like, the um, Tom Holland went, shut up. The <laughs> yes, I'm sorry, I forgot who Tom Holland was in, in the this universe. universe. Yeah. Sorry, Tom Holland was the wireless operator. Yes, he said, shut up. When people shut were up, like, shut up. <laughs> I'm trying to talk to Zendaya. Oh, <laughs> uh, what a life. So approximately 10 days before its departure, a fire began in the coal bunker on the Titanic. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yes. Coal fires are common because coal can spontaneously combust. <laughs> That's a perfect awesome. way to run a ship. <laughs> but honestly, I feel like in the future, they're going to be like, yo, like you couldn't smoke at a gas station because it would blow up. And yet everybody's car ran on gas. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. yeah. Like we have not figured out fuel besides electricity. That's normal in any way. No, for sure. Well, even electricity, sometimes it'll just be like, like my work, the fuses blow all the time. Like if you plug in the coffee maker, the kettle at the same time, like you're done for. Yeah. Like it's a, you know what I mean? And I'm just yeah. like, this is, this is dangerous. You know, there's such a funny POV that I kind of love, even though it's so harmful. And it's by the literary fiction author, Jonathan Franzen. And he loves birds so much that he says we should do, we shouldn't do anything about climate change um, because windmills kill birds. And it's like, Jonathan, if the planet dies, the birds, the birds will, will also die. die. That's funny. But like, if you're going to be crazy, do something like that. Like, yeah, exactly. Like have an insane Have a POV. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so people have suggested that attempts to extinguish the fire. So when the coal spontaneously combusts, they just shovel it into the furnace, <laughs> which again, seems wrong. Yeah, I feel like when I hear this one, I'm just like, it just feels like there's a step missing. You know what I mean? I'm just <laughs> oh, like- Oh, it's on fire. Put it in the engine. Yeah, put it in the engine and then the coal in the engine will make it go really fast. <laughs> yes. Because like, okay, I'll be honest. When I heard this theory, maybe I just didn't read it all the way through. I love to read a headline and draw conclusions. I'm, you and know, as I'm as of an right, age. As is your right. <laughs> as, <laughs> a Gen as, as a Gen Z millennial As a Gen Z millennial cuss, it's my right to read a headline and yeah. infer my own endings from yes. it. But like, my, I thought that it was like it weakened- the steel because, or the iron of the ship, which like was another, and I don't think that's true. I think you're right. But this is the conclusion that I drew. Okay. Because that's like a big conspiracy too, is that like they use like cheap material for the like steel of the ship, whatever. Yes. Okay. I actually have a response to this okay. in the notes. So there's also a th thing of like that fire that occurred in the coal bunker as well. Mm -hmm. People have said uh, that it would have weakened the watertight bulkhead. Yes. But experts say that that's, not true. It wouldn't no. have happened. Because the, the theory was that like the fire that it that it happened 10 days before the Titanic yeah. um, left. 
that weakened the watertight bulkhead so that upon collision, the watertight compartments just immediately crushed, which didn't happen. No, that but didn't But that happen. was a theory that that didn't happen. The theory of this one is because they were shoveling all of the exploding coal into the engine. <laughs> the coal just exploded and propelled the ship forward. Yes. So like, okay. so they were going really fast when they hit the, tit- when they hit yes. the, the Titanic. Okay, I understand. When they hit the yes. iceberg. So I understand they didn't, they didn't, The Titanic didn't hit another Titanic. The Titanic <laughs> hit an iceberg. That's the real conspiracy That's actually the, theory. Yeah, there's, yeah it, there was a- It went back in time and crashed into There was a ripe in the space-time continuum <laughs> and they came back and they crashed into it. Do you ever think about that? Like sometimes when I'm walking back home, I'm like, what if when I'm walking back to my house, I see myself yeah. leave my house and I'd be, and it's like, what am I going to do that? I would, I have none of the impulse of any kind of like heroin in a book. Like I would just yeah. ignore that. I'd be like, not going to look into that in any way. I feel like I'm kind of the opposite. Like anything can take me into like a total fucking delusional episode where I'm like, someone told me that I look a lot like this person who used to like be around in Toronto, whatever. I won't say her name because I feel like she's kind of like around still. Okay. I don't really know where she, I've never met her. But I went on her Instagram and I literally like started tripping out a bit. She I looks was like, like you? She looks like me. Okay. And I wouldn't say we're like twins, but it was enough that I was like, this is like a, like freaking me out a little bit. Whereas like if I like just saw her walking down the street, it could throw me into an episode. Interesting. You know what I mean? I used to have that. There's a couple years ago and I don't know what happened to her, but I people be like, hey, I just saw you walking down Queen Street. And I was like, you didn't. I have twins in Toronto. Yeah, I get messages. But she not post pandemic has not happened. I know. She I, died in the pandemic. She got, un- she was unvaccinated. <laughs> don't kill me. When I dyed my hair, it stopped happening as much. Interesting. Because oh, I, I cut my hair. So yeah, I, my, I think it, sometimes yeah. it's a hair thing too. But I used to come, and I knew where she lived too, because it was always like, I saw you on like Lansdowne. And I was like, I'm never on, because at the time I was living at like oh, yeah. Christie or something, or like in Cabbage Town. And people would be like, I saw you on Lansdowne. And you're like, like, so you surely not. didn't. Like I absolutely was not. There's this, I always wish, because I don't think I have that old looking up a face, but there's a couple of like, photos that are old that I've seen that look very starkly similar to people I know now. Yes. And that's very fun. Like being like, oh my God, there's one that I have that looks like our friend Sam. There's also a photo of of like a street fight that looks exactly like Alex Kalenko. (laughs) It's crazy. Like, and I'm like, that's like, that would really throw me through a loop. If I saw like a photo of myself in the past- well, it's like, you know how sometimes like apparently like you can have like the face of any one of your ancestors and just don't yes. know it. And I always think because like I, you can tell that I'm related to both my parents, but yeah. like I wouldn't say that I look like my We've sister talked about looks this. a lot like my dad. Oh, okay. Um, I think, well, she looks like, but she my just like, she's a lot same. more obviously like she's like very much like the child. I feel the exact same way where I don't think I look exactly like either of my parents, mm-hmm. but my sister looks a lot more like my dad. But yeah. also my dad's jeans, I think, are way more dominant. Like my mom has red hair. Yes. Like the iris side is like either really tall with like black hair or red hair. Yeah. I don't have either of those. I just have like fucking English dishwater <laughs> hair. I hate it. Like I like my dad's jeans are eating my mom's jeans for supper. Yeah, for sure. But also like my dad's side of the family, every woman has a massive rack. Obviously, <laughs> no. Awesome. I got the Irish flat chest. The, pota- <laughs> the Irish flat The chest. potato famine <laughs> fucking emaciated chest. Yeah. Well, I just have like a lot of traits that aren't like really super present on either side of my family. And I'm like, I feel like there's an ancestor. Like if I went back and look at my ancestors, yes. I would, I think I'd find someone who looked a lot well, like Well, I me. did Ancestry.com and I didn't famously. find- Famously. Famously. <laughs> I can't shut up about it. Um, and I didn't find anybody that looked like me, mm-hmm. but they, they found a bunch of weird like old photos of like my great, great, great grandfather. And they look, he looks- exactly like my grandfather like like yeah. I, when I opened the picture I like got a chill yeah because I was like this is 
fucking it's freaky weird to see my grandfather put in like old timey clothes yeah like, it's so weird but it's i don't freaky i do feel like i don't look there's nobody that i look like in my family i have to like i really have to go back in time i honestly bet somebody on my dad's kind of like english side i look more like than on my mom's side yeah, I feel like I like I don't even know, honestly, like I feel like it might be someone on my mom's side, too, because sometimes I feel like I look like my grandma when she was young. Yes. Okay. But then like, I don't know. I feel like it's just like, I don't know. I just feel like it's like there are some things that I have yeah. where I'm just I like look a little bit like my mom. Not a lot. Yeah. Um, I look like but my I, parents. I have my mom's I have my mom's like. Compact like she's 4'11". See, I'm like, I am the tallest woman on either side of my family. That is fucking crazy. Which is crazy because I'm five foot four. That's insane. And yeah, like my sister and my mother and my grandmother are all 4'11". And then every woman on my dad's side of the family caps out at like 5'2". Kind of, my sister, I'm she's like, my, my sister is like 5'4'2". And we always are like, Katie, come get this for us. Like, and she's like, I'm not that tall. Yeah. I no, can't truly. do that. When I go home, I'm like, I have height dysphoria because I'm just like, I'm, I'm reaching everything. I'm putting things on Well, the there's shelves. this one girl who I recently met in Toronto comedy and she's like the only person I've ever met that's smaller than me. And it's, an, I have never had this experience before <laughs> where it's like, she's lit, like she's so, like she's like little. She's compact. Like her bones are smaller than me and yeah. she's smaller than me. And I'm like, oh my God, I make people feel so fucking weird. <laughs> like, cause it's like very weird. No, like, but you're to, probably more in your head about it. Cause I'm, you know? I'm not used to that sensation. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, it's, it's real. No, I remembered like the day I realized I was kind of short was like insane for me. I had like a full disconnect cause I really thought I was quite tall. And then I got back like a group photo that we had taken when I was in high school and I was like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I am fuck. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not nearly as tall as I thought I was. Okay. I have one more. Oh yes. Back to the conspiracies. One more thing about the uh, Sean Kingston fire theory. Oh, yes. And that it, um, instead, it's actively been um, suggested that the coal bunker fire helped the Titanic last longer during the sinking. Mm. Um, and it impacted, it, it stopped the ship from rolling over faster. Oh. So instead of like sinking like this, like the, the fire. Because it was heavy? Let's see. Um, sometimes I write things. I honestly believe that there's a fire <laughs> happening. The heat's kind of like, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. the heat's being held in and it stops it from rolling over. Yes. So it's been in like, people have also suggested that this fire actually did help it stay afloat for yeah. longer, which is nice. I mean, yeah. how much help did it really do? I don't know. Cause it's Not so fucking much. fast. Um, Motherfuckers. Okay. Another one. We have the frozen theory. Can I just say my part on the fire one? Yes, please. I need to say my opinion. Yes. I just feel like the fire one's too common. I just feel like it happens all the time and it wouldn't affect it. The way that I I feel about about the fire one is I'm like, so what? That's the thing. I'm just like, (laughs) like, that's not a theory. Everything was on fire. Like every major city in the world was just like, yeah, the whole city was destroyed in a fire at one point. It's like, yeah, it just sounds like fires were happening all the time. Like, I don't understand how it's different than like, it's just might be like, oh, something that wasn't reported happened. But it's like, who, like, it's not saying that the Titanic didn't sink. It's it's saying that like the Titanic did sink. It hit an iceberg. Yeah. It's just that there might have there was, also been a fire that made it worse. There was like, a fire two weeks before. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when you have to tell your friend bad news and they're like, well, it's terrible you told me today because I already heard other bad news. It's like, okay, and that's my fault. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like what? And it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, exactly. Like this already worse thing happened to you. Like, I'm sorry your grandma died, but like I couldn't have known that when I told you that like utilities were due. You know exactly. what I mean? Like, it's come like on. fucking be an adult. Be a fucking Let's adult talk about, about it. Because it. we went to the concert last night and three different people fainted. Fainted. Uh, 
And they all in the same be, spot. Oh. These poor men were standing around these three fainting girls. Yes, because it was Chappelle Roan, so it was lesbians and gay men. Drunk lesbians. Drunk lesbians and gay men. And there was and, this pack of yes. gay men right by the bar mm-hmm. just trying to have a good time. And I think what would happen and is if somebody- pack of lesbians. Yeah, whenever somebody was- about to faint, they would go to the bar to try and get water. Yeah. So then they just faint. So twice, <laughs> this poor group of gay men just trying to enjoy the show had to like yeah. lift these women out with the security. <laughs> and like, look, we've all drunk at a concert yeah. before. Like, I, like I've been there, but you feel sick before you faint and you yeah. go, I'm going to leave. You leave. say, I'm going to go stand outside by myself and, you know, help myself. Because it's an overwhelming environment. Definitely. But yeah, because the first girl who was carried out, I was like, oh, I feel bad. You know, I like- The second I'm, girl I was walking. Okay. The second girl was just walking, giggling with her water. I was like, why is security escorting you out? It's because like the what drunk person impulse to be like, I'm going to lie on the ground, I think. I think they yes. don't let people sit on the ground really anymore. No, you don't want people sitting on the ground. It's the same at a bar where you're not supposed to sleep on the table, even though sometimes you're just tired and want to Yeah, I need to rest. Yeah, the story that I need to recuperate socially because I'm overstimulated. Okay. So I can have a good time and buy more drinks at your bar. Tiernanog pub. It's actually anti-autism to do that. It is. Tiernanog got me in trouble for that one. So I was like, you're actually being rude. I'm going to spend $75 or they don't have tonight. <laughs> I just need to rest for a fucking I second. I actually just need to rest. It's, I'm not even sleeping. It's resting my eyes. Jesus. Me as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not tired. I'm literally not tired. I'm just resting. That's a big thing I would always do as a kid is I'd go, I'm not tired. <laughs> I would never sleep as a kid, but I'd be like, I'm resting my body. And I just lie there like supine <laughs> with my eyes open. I'm so happy I wasn't your parent. <laughs> I know. I was, in, I was like. The, I'd be like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was like a, like the perfect child in a lot of ways and just a nightmare at past the hour of 9 p.m. Yeah. And that's fair. Yeah. As is your right. That's you now. <laughs> <laughs> little witch. <laughs> Stand up comedy. <laughs> Epic. I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> What were we saying about the ship? Whatever the fuck. Sorry, I have, a, I have a fun game. I like to fight sometimes when somebody's having a meltdown where I just be quiet to, to kind of just see what they do. Because it really sends people into a meltdown and you just never respond. And they're, they're like, I'm going to kill myself. Do you have a knife? Can you do this? It's very fun. Would you have a gun to shoot me with? I did it once to uh, Meredith and she was like, like, I, like, like it broke her brain that I, to not talk to her. Like she literally started like speaking gibberish. <laughs> That's funny. So the frozen theory is that instead of hitting an iceberg, the Titanic hit pack ice. Who cares? <laughs> That's my, my theory. Who my cares? conspiracy theory is get over it. Uh, who cares? What's Fucking tomato, tomato. Pack potato, ice, potato. iceberg. It's still ice. The, shit, the same thing. How? That's like, yeah, that's like being like, my theory is that it was actually a helicopter that hit the Twin Towers, not a plane. It's like, okay, people died. Okay, same thing. People died. How many people were on the helicopter? Like Helicopter. Helicopter. How many people were on the helicopter? Can you imagine United 93 on a helicopter? (laughs) Where they're just yelling, we're not going to let this plane go down. <laughs> it's so loud. Yeah, I know. There's yeah. a, I you could not pay you could not pay me to get on a helicopter. No, no way. So, <laughs> Captain L. M. Collins. Okay, L. M. Montgomery, and with an E, <laughs> and, and with an e. e, a former member of the Ice Pilotage Service. What the fuck? Also, I'm gonna say a sacrilege Canadian opinion. And with an E is so fucking annoying. Okay, so here's the thing. I she is so fucking she's annoying. Precocious in a way that just like isn't. You're, fam- you're being taken in because you're an orphan. And she's like, like she's like, I don't want to do chores. I want to write my diary. It's like, girl, like, girl, you live on a farm on Prince Edward Island. You're your going to have to do like, something. Your aunt is trying to make it work. Yeah, like Matthew like, was being so nice to you, dude. Yeah. Like, come on. And she's like, I'm so happy we live in a world with Octobers. Shut the fuck up. 
Right? Yeah, milk you a know, cow. Like, yeah, can you keep her your teeth? Anne. No, Anne of Green Gables is such a beautiful book. And then Anne with an E just intercut these, like, really sad scenes. It's like, this makes us less sad by adding, like, an orphanage flashback for no reason. For real. You know what and, I mean? And, like, I do understand, like, it is kind of like the feminism tilt. And I yeah. do think feminism is good. Feminism, but hot I do Carly think Thorne. that feminism made <laughs> Anne with an E annoying. For because, sure. like, the Anne of Green Gables book, like she's precocious, but she's kind of like quiet and just kind mm. of like, she's like, it's all happening internally, right? Like it's like the interior. Yes. And in the book, she's like, I mean, in the move, like in the, the show, she's like, I can spell better than the best of them. And nobody can, like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> You're disturbing the class. And- you are disturbing the class. She's disturbing the class. She also like is in love with Diana, clearly. Uh, I know, the lesbian energy. Lesbian on planet New, Newfoundland. On Prince planet Edward Newfoundland. It's Prince Edward Island, it's that, right? Yes, it's PEI. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. PEI. Sweetest little lesbian on PEI. But it's like, people are like, you gotta watch Anne with an E. Anne with an E is so good. And I was like, I have never wanted to punch a child yeah. more in my life. And the actress, she's doing good work. No, she's doing she, good she's work. She's on her Stranger Things game. She's in Stranger Things. She's in Stranger Things? Yeah, she's Maya Hawk's crush on the band team. It's very weird because I feel like she's been 11 forever. So then when they're like, she's in high school, I'm like fucking pedophile. But Anne with an E, I don't know why I was talking about that this. That girl but loves Octobers. Yeah. Oh, it was because the ship was Ellen Montgomery. Yeah, so Anne with an E, a former member of the Ice Pilot and Servage. <laughs> <laughs> they were the, Anne with an E was the person that suggested the theory that the Titanic hit an ice pack and not an iceberg. It's just like, that's not even a theory. That's just and sort of here's like- And here's the part that's even more stupid about okay. this. You're going to hear what an ice pack, the definition of an ice pack is. And you try and tell me how the fuck <laughs> this is different than an iceberg. An ice okay. pack is just broken off pieces of ice ice that can drift together in the current. So it's okay. a little group of tinier icebergs, <laughs> not a big iceberg. Can you imagine just like that's announcing- such, That's such an end with any fucking POV. It's, such a, it's, it's like people like, being like, what if actually I think- Actually, a small little patch of ice makes more sense than the giant iceberg. Like, shut every, the fuck it's up. like Matilda, like the every day starts with the tick of a clock. The Titanic hit on ice rocks. It's like, Dude, girl, who you start actually the smallest little thing can create the biggest <laughs> ripple. Even if you think that life's not fair, it doesn't mean that you just have to grin and bear it. If you, you always take it on the chin and wear it, nothing will change. Honestly, do yourself a favor. Watch the Tony performance of the so Matildas. Good. It's very fun because they let all the little Matildas on Broadway because there's like four of them yeah. perform and you can tell which ones are good and which oh, ones yeah, are bad. Sure. You know, there's one that's going to be a star. It's the same one Tom Holland was. Uh, Billy Elliot. Billy Elliot. Talk about minors. There were minors. They were on Mind Strike. Shut up. <laughs> I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> it's because they were mi- Mind Strike. It's a good factor. It's actually tying it in. Weren't there? <laughs> Whatever. Can you imagine getting to the Titanic conference and being like, my breakthrough discovery is that it wasn't an iceberg. It was a bunch of tiny, tiny icebergs. Shut I up. This is the, that's like the epitome Makes me of men. Of um, actually kind of thing. Um, being like, actually? actually, I don't think that the Titanic hit an iceberg. I actually think it hit a bunch of little pieces of ice. It's like fucking mm. who cares? Instead of saying no, why don't you actually contribute something for once in your it, fucking it life? It reminds me of like the dino. This person needs to take some fucking what? improv class. Yeah, it's is what true. they need to take. They like, need to yes and other to, people. Right now, they're nobody. Del Close would never be caught dead suggesting that this. That is like some UCB 
theories yeah. that they're doing. Have you ever seen the 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 dino theory sketch from Monty Python? That's what this makes me think of. It's just like, this is my theory. I invented my theory. I copyrighted my theory. Dinosaurs had little tiny head, big long necks, big fat bodies, and tiny little tails. <laughs> so it's pretty fucking funny. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's better if you see it. Do you it. see that John Cleese is uh, making a documentary about cancel culture? <laughs> I love He this. hasn't even been canceled. I, well, that's the thing. <laughs> have you actually, on that note, oh, you've, seen, you've seen the Jimmy, have you seen the Jimmy Carr um, stand up clip. Yeah, oh my god, brutal! I'm I had to wash out my it. mouth. Was so it's bad so for that. funny. It's also so funny because like Jimmy Carr. If you watch him like on a panel show, he's a funny panel mm, host. He's yeah. funny, and then he goes on stage. And he's like, "I'm testing out my dirtiest material <laughs> on American audiences," and then it's yeah. truly popsicle stick jokes or like anti jokes. Your friend's older brother. Oh yeah, so it's, it's, it's like it's like sex is just like riding a bike. My uncle taught me. And you're like, ah, that's not your joke, Jimmy Carr. That is like, not that's, your that's joke. That's a sex with me that's dumb like every other I night at Second I remember City. learning that joke when I was 11. Yeah. And it's also like the same thing of like everybody who's like, my jokes are so edgy. It's yeah, like no one not gets it. edgy in any way. Cause it's, it was like a couple of jokes about 9-11. Oh yeah. And a couple of jokes, like it was not- It was even like a joke. It was just like a reference to 9-11. Yeah. And it was also a Zane leaving One Direction joke in the year of our <laughs> 2023. He's like, Zane leaving One Direction was my 9-11 or whatever. Like, what? What are you even talking about? Cause I didn't about? care. And it's like, girl, it's 2023. He left when I was in high school. <laughs> It's done and gone. But it's like, people love to be like, I'm being so edgy. And I'm like, girl, everything that happened in this stand-up clip, like all the things yeah. you're referencing happened 20 years ago. It's not yeah, edgy. Like you're, you're stupid. You're not talking about anything that anybody would possibly be triggered yeah. by. Also, when people are telling me like, have you seen the Jimmy Carr clip? In my mind, I thought it was Jimmy Page and I was so confused. <laughs> I was like, well, what are we talking? What's what, Jimmy what's Page of Led Zeppelin what's doing now? What's he <laughs> What's Jimmy Page yeah, doing? Sorry, I just, I live in the 70s. My body's in 2023. You're so Daisy Jones in the 6th. So Daisy Jones. I'm Karen Circo. Sil- yeah, Karen Circo. Karen Circo. I'm Billy I wear turtlenecks. I'm Billy Dunn. Baby, because baby, I'm, self, I'm, I'm self-destructive. Oh, yeah. I'm self-destructive. I did drugs for three months on a tour, <laughs> went to rehab, then never touched them again, despite being an addict. I can't. He is so I cannot go back. Hot. Though. He's gorgeous. The guy, because he's the, oh the same God. guy who plays Finnick. And there's Finnick. a thing where they take him out of the bell bottoms and the things. Because he's, when he's coming home from rehab, yeah. he's just wearing a hoodie to show that he's been through it. Yeah. And when he's in normal clothes, <laughs> I was like, that's again, That's it's the same awesome. thing where it's like, they have like the strongest chins. And it's like, if you <laughs> look at any of these, you know who doesn't have a strong chin? Fucking Neil. <laughs> Neil. He's got, Neil, Neil. Neil Young. Neil. He's got mutton chops yeah and the stringiest hair <laughs> it's yeah. like there's a how uh, is that how, how does that crosby stills nash song that's like duh, duh, let, duh, what's that sound everybody look what's going down Stop. you're not writing that song if you've got a strong chin no 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 for sure no. absolutely not no there's a neil young mural near my work maybe i shouldn't watch myself but like good <laughs> luck finding it because i thought it was a caveman up until like <laughs> A month ago when someone was like, yeah, the beautiful Neil Young mural. Is I was beautiful. like, I'm going to send you a photo, Carly. Please. Anyway, slap me with the next theory, Carl's. Um, yeah, do we want to dig into the ice pack theory or it's just I like it's fine? Or whatever. Yeah, the if whole thing is like- something interesting, go for it. No, the whole thing is just like, there was a haze the night of the sinking, which would um, make things appear high. Uh, it would look higher than it was. That is true. So then like, it might not have been an iceberg. It just might've been a pack of ice that looked taller than it was. Yeah. Who cares? But there's also that like photo of the ice. There's a photo of an an iceberg 
that people say you can see like the Titanic paint on it that it like chipped off. I don't know whether or not that's true though. And you know, like this, and it's one of those photos is so old and so bad. You're like, you could tell me that this was like a close up of like a hand. Yeah, it's the equivalent to those like death portraits. Yeah, (laughs) a picture of a dead body. Yeah, exactly. And every, or it's like those, you know, when you watch like that old, like the first like video, whenever you're taking yeah. a film class, like this is the first video ever taken. Is everyone walking like so fast? <laughs> it's like past the train and it's like, cause like it's all fucked up. So it's like walking this fast. It's like, sure. Yeah, that's great. I'm sure they were yeah, so proud awesome. of that. Awesome. No, awesome. That's great. Yeah. It's um, like, it's the, that, that to me is the equivalent of like, of when, um, who does, who did the, who wrote Star Wars? George Lucas, George like Lucas. when George Lucas redid all of the like original um, trilogy Star Wars with like awful CGI, yeah. like, it looks awesome. And you're like, it looks, it looks so really, bad. really bad. Please put it back. <laughs> oh, film history, fucking cool. So he's top hat bobbing up and down. Who cares? Yeah. Nobody's like, this is the first painting that was ever created because it looks yeah. like shit. I also firmly believe that there was basically no good books until like 50 years ago. Yeah. People need to, like, you need to build up to it. No, even, like, you can read, like, a really amazing book from the 1800s, and just because they had nothing else to do, it's just filled with nothing, you yeah, know? Yeah, like, because there was no they TV. no time management, you know? And it's, like, you're supposed to, like, keep this book and read it for months and months and months, so it's, like, oh, my God. Like, even I just finished A Tree Grows in Brooklyn. Yeah, okay. Which was, like, a beautiful book. But it was written in the 40s, and it was, like, God, like, some of these chapters, they would just be, like, a random chapter I know. from the guy who ran the saloon down the street. <laughs> And I was like, why is this like, I get that it's beautiful and it adds to the story and like yada, yada, yada. But I'm like, at the end of it, I'm like, well, this guy's just never going to come back as a narrator. (laughs) Have you ever, like, have you ever read Charles Dickens? It's fucking painful. Like it's painful. Yeah. I had to read Great Expectations in grade nine. That's too early. Which is like- That's evil. Yeah. It's (laughs) honestly like, what was the school board of the state of Maryland fucking thinking? (laughs) Because it was awful, but Charles Dickens, his novels were posted, were like they were serialized in in um, newspapers, so they were published yeah. chapter by chapter. Um, but he got paid for the word, so every the amount of fucking it's like he's trying to reach a word count with every sentence. Where it's That's like insane. the sky was gray and the gray sky had lots of gray clouds <laughs> and the haze of the gray sky over top of gray London. It was making us think of the gray clouds of yesteryear. And it's like, fuck, I will kill myself. That's like it is such a waste of time. And everybody's name is like Dingleby Hutchins. <laughs> and they're just there to like represent some kind of cultural thing. Oh yeah. They're all like an like, attitude of the 19th no, century. Absolutely. Yeah. They're like, and th- my name's Dingleby Hutchins and I'm from Australia to talk about criminals in the time. <laughs> and then they're never fucking heard from again. Yeah. Every woman is either 13 and hot or a hag. <laughs> it was like 24. Yeah, and people, and no, exactly. And people yeah. are like, you haven't lived until you've read, especially if you're a comedian, they're like, yeah. Dickens, the comic of his time. And I'm like, what? It's like when people say Mark Twain is like a humorist and I'm like, <laughs> guess things weren't funny then. <laughs> His heart would stop if he saw John Mulaney, the comeback kid. They would be dead. They'd Charles die. Dick, Shane John, Gillis John, would kill them. John Mulaney, <laughs> Shane Gillis could write great expectations. <laughs> but Charles Dickens could never write an entire stand-up special of NFL jokes. <laughs> He wishes. <laughs> she goes just tossing and turning. <laughs> oh no, no, why, why? 
Oh, Christ. That energy, it's like we drank a bottle of wine before filming this. I fucking hate Charles. Like, I mean, uh, uh, I will actually say A Christmas Carol is good. Christmas Carol. Because thoughts. it's the first time he fucking made himself only write a hundred pages. Yeah, and it's great because I love the ghosts also. Yeah, the ghosts are fun. Jacob Marley. Yeah, Jacob but Marley. again, talk hey, about chains like these. Have you watched the Muppets Christmas Carol? Yes. The best fucking movie in the it's entire awesome. world. I feel so seen by the Jacob Marley um, musical number because yes. we used to have, we were, we, the, there was a show in Toronto that used to be musical improv and I'm not a singer. So I would do a lot of kind of like, Sing talk, you know, like when an old man is singing in a musical, and it's just like, and you're like, here we go, yeah, exactly. So that was kind of what I was doing. So there's like the Jacob Marley song is like, we're Marley and Marley, and here we are today. Yeah, we're Marley, and I was like, that's fucking me, Marley, Marley. That show, that movie is so good. It's a banger. I know. I do love Christmas movies. I know. What's your favorite Christmas movie? Oh my God. <laughs> That's really hard. I, mine's Love Actually. I know I was going to say. it's such a fun parody. I love Love Actually. I think it's great. But there's also when she like goes, when Emma like Thompson goes story. into the room after oh Al- Alan Ritchie cheated on her. And, she, and it's just, it's like Joni Mitchell singing like, moons and blues and Ferris wheels. <laughs> and she's like holding her mouth and crying. Oh, devastating. She clocked in that day. No, she really did. That one's also beautiful too because it's just like, oh, it's so just like nice to think about like, sometimes it's hard watching Christmas movies where everyone just has like an amazing Christmas. Yeah. So I'm like, give me a bag. And that, I love a Christmas story too. Yeah. It's so I good. mean, um, love actually is fucked because you like have that scene and then there's, it's also cut with that uh, scene of that British guy who goes to like Michigan to fuck models. <laughs> He's my favorite. And they're all like, we only <laughs> have, <Cuthbert? laughs> yeah, we only have one bed and our house is so hot that we all have to sleep naked. And he's like, <laughs> and you kind of are expecting the like other shoe to drop, like yeah. some kind of like transphobic joke or something yeah. where it's like, you know what no, I mean? No, like, he just gets no, to he have just fucks the models. He just fucks three models at the same time then comes back to England like, jolly good time, love. I fucked a model. I fucked a model. I fucked with three models. I have an impression from Love Action yes. and then we'll talk about the next conspiracy theory. This is Kiera Knightley when her um her husband's best friend is was filming her wedding and he was in love with her secretly, so he only filmed her. And she mm-hmm. she watches, she puts the VHS in the thing, and it's just different videos of her. And she goes, They're all of me. <laughs> the crazy thing, too, is that like she's like 17 she's in that movie. The age difference between her and the child. Like he's like 14 and she's yeah. 17. It's insane. They're like, they're in high school at the same time, those two. Like, that's nuts. And she's married and he's playing like seven. Yeah, that's nuts. But also sometimes I'm like, did she lie about her age? Yeah, she did the Mila Kunis. I know. I feel like she might have lied about her age a little I bit. I would if I didn't say it online a bunch. Because mm-hmm. the second my agent found out I was 24, she <laughs> stopped. She was like, she like, it's kind of crazy. Like I didn't it's tell her my fair. age, and then I told her my age, and she was like, Okay, you're middle-aged. And That's I was crazy. like, and I'm like, girl, if you didn't know my age, you would think I like for TV specifically. I yeah. think I look my age I know. in life, but for TV, I look like a 17-year-old. It's so crazy because like as a teenager, I got told all the time, like, you look so old for your age, you look like you're 30. And now that I'm like a proper adult, people are like, you look like you're 14 years old. I think it's a vibe though, too, because I think you dress trendy. Do I? Like, I'm dressed like I'm going to a, like a fucking- Not today. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> but like you- have, I like my outfit. I didn't mean, it's not bad, it's timeless. Okay. 
It's giving Karen Circo. I don't care. Yeah, I know. It's actually, this it's is giving, like my It's Karen giving, Cir- you're going to fall in love with your best friend, but then you're going to get an abortion and that's going to ruin your that's relationship. That's classic me. Classic Karen. Classic Karen. Okay. I love the name Karen. I'm so sad. I know it's, it's been ruined by culture. I know. It's such a good name. I know. Good starty name for a girl. Starty name. Starty name. No Pope theory. <laughs> okay. So the no Pope theory and the theory is that God sank the Titanic. I agree. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> well, either way, if you believe in God, right? Yeah. Either way, you believe that God sunk the Titanic. For sure. Do you know what I for mean? Sure, like, for sure, for sure, for sure. Because if God has a plan for everybody. Mm-hmm. And it's, that's, what a fun yeah. thing to say in the face of a tragedy. Well, it's also like- This is all a part of God's plan. God's plan. God's plan. is a lot of math is enough. Uh, the other thing I feel like whenever people are just like the God example, you know, like God, like uh, that could be used. And, you know, that's probably what people were told. Like, this is all part of like God's plan. Like God meant for this to happen. Yada, 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 yada. He's smiting us. He's smiting you. And then also like, it was also probably said the other way being like, oh, like how could God forsake us? Like God did this God to punish you. It's not crazy. God's dead and we killed him. God's probably mad because he's been scapegoated for every issue for a thousand years. You yeah. Know? I mean, honestly, probably God's mad now because no one believes in him. <laughs> Like in the past 80 years. It's actually crazy like he, how like, like nobody yeah. has a worse approval rating. Not even like, I feel like not even Biden. if you go back like not that far, like to the 80s and 70s, like so many more people were religious. Well, like you're reading that Patty Smith book. She's like, and I loved God. And I was like, you? Yeah. Well, because I feel like God just cool. meant something different. Well, yeah. Then, now you know I mean, what I mean? We have like such a regrowth of like, or like a rebirth of like kind of like yeah. paganism a little bit more and like spirituality. Well, do you ever meet someone and you're kind of like low key in an unoffensive way? I feel like you would benefit from having some religion in your life. Definitely. I think most people can. Like mm-hmm. I feel like the second that I engaged more with just like reading about older religions that believed more in like the earth. Yeah. Even if I don't necessarily engage with all of it, the belief that something is greater than yourself, I think is something that a lot of people need to engage and it put, with. And it put things into perspective yes. for yourself too, right? Like, yeah, I was like, oh, that's me getting a JFL credit isn't the most important thing <laughs> yeah. in the entire world. Yeah, it's actually because all the leaves follow the same pattern of the vines. Yeah, like, of course wow. I believe in magic. The sun rises and sets every day and it doesn't have to. Yeah, exactly. Like it could just never rise again and mm-hmm. we could all die. Yeah. And yet it comes it, back It comes every back morning. in a pattern. You know what I mean? Like it's all cyclical. No, I, I like also just like in terms of like sometimes you meet adults, especially who are just like, I really, really struggle to make friends. And I'm like, I feel like you would just go to the church, like go to like a chill church yes. and join a church With like a group. lesbian priest. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, there's nothing cooler than like, a lesbian priest. Our God is an awesome God. God. We are I don't children. really know. I don't really know a lot of. I used to because the school that I went to in America was like a, a Protestant school, very random. Oh, okay. Um, just because it was like Trainer. the one that was around. I know, honestly. <laughs> um, yeah, like I have no idea why, but we learned a bit of like. I feel like I used to know hymns, and now I don't know fucking anything. I know. I I feel like I know them if you start singing them, but like I never yes. come up except for Children of the Light, which is a banger. I don't know that one. We are children, children of the light. We are shining in the darkness of the light. I sometimes make um, Reese sing Oh Danny Boy to me. <laughs> and then I genuinely cry. Aww. Like that song is such an effect on me. It really does. Eh? I feel so like we're beautiful. missing just like folk I know. Songs. I agree. Like sometimes oh, I'm just like, there's nothing worse than being like at a party where everyone starts singing musical theater songs where I'm like, this actually wouldn't be too bad if we all knew like a folk song and we're singing yes. it together. I'm like, that could be a vibe. I think that's very But instead true. it's like, Waving through a window. It's Whoa. like 17 drunk twinks. Yeah, swimming. they're like, 
God, I swore there was an angel who could hear me through the wall as I cried out like in Latin, this is so not life at all. Help me out out of this nightmare. I heard myself a call. We, the amount of songs, musical theater I'm songs. getting concerned. I, it's, so, it's so funny that you're like, there's nothing worse than when people break out into musical theater. <laughs> Cut back to like 30 minutes Mama ago. who bore me. Mama, Mama who gave me. <laughs> Poor Rob's going to have to edit this sad, sad episode. <laughs> Sorry, Rob. There'll be a free week. Oh, Danny boy, the pipes, the pipes are calling. I like the part where it's like, um, spring is gone or something like that. The leaves Mm. are changing and I'm like, fuck. I know. That always hits. Whenever someone like talks too much about the season changing, I'm like, I cannot take this poem. No, exactly. It's like nothing affects me more. I know. I'm like, I can't do the passage of time. That or, yeah. I feel like we need to engage more. There's a lot of those like Irish folk songs that are like, yeah. there's a guy, I think we talked about this. Like there's a guy on TikTok who like makes them up. And it's (laughs) like, my wife and children perished. Poor me. Poor me. I lost all of my money. Poor me. Poor me. They threw me in the clink. Poor me, poor me, poor me, poor me, poor me, me, another drink or stuff like that. Like he makes them up and he's so good at that. And I hate to reference a TikTok. I do think it's the end of culture. I really don't think it's good. Like whenever somebody's like, have you seen that TikTok? I'm like, it's not really like a fun conversation. Um, TikTok's also just like have divulged like my whole For You page. I think I was saying this probably in another episode, but it's all just like, he will call you in 20 minutes. Four, 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 He's four, writing four. out a paragraph right now telling you how much he loves you. And I'm like, who, who is it's this? It's just chain mail. Yeah, I'm like, what 30-year-old comedian is writing me a poem right now? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they're all doing drugs. So the Catholic employees of Harlan and Wolf, the Belfast Company. I'm listening. Okay. <laughs> so the Belfast Company that built the Titanic. Mm-hmm. It's an Irish ship. Yeah. Um, they were concerned that the ship's numbers on the side backwards spelt no pope. Oh, so the numbers were okay. three nine oh nine oh four, which backwards is four oh no oh no pope. nine zero nine three no pope, mm-hmm. which is bad because the pope is awesome, good, famously a great guy. One of our got to be one of our top ten pedophiles. Top ten pedophiles. <laughs> He's winning the pedophile Olympics. Well, Michael Jackson has some good songs. <laughs> Top 10 pedophile, Roman Polanski, yeah. the Pope, Michael Jackson. Ooh. Woody Allen. Woody Allen. Woody, Woody Allen. Allen's a really good pedophile because he's figured out kind of a loophole where none of us are happy about it, but the victim <laughs> isn't going to press charges because she's, <laughs> she's married to him. <laughs> I feel like if you would rob a bank and then you married the bank. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you can't say anything now. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly don't know what I would do if I saw him. <laughs> I really don't know. I'm not. I'm Woody not. Allen. Yeah, there's a there's a couple of people. I think my fear would be I'd, I'd hug him. What do you mean that? Yeah, because when I panic, I just hug people. I'm very mean. Like there used to be like anti-abortion uh, protesters on the TMU campus, and I was a menace because they were right outside my work every day, mm-hmm. and I would uh, rip up all their pamphlets. That's and stuff, awesome, dude. And I ca- I would be like I would be very angry because I have a lot of misplaced anger that I can really funnel <laughs> into certain topics. So I really think if I saw like if I saw like Doug Ford, it'd be really bad. Like oh, stuff yeah. like that, and not even I like spit white- on Rob Ford. Yeah, like honestly, at the Junos. You, wait, you spit on Rob yeah, Ford. I spit on Rob Ford at the Junos. 
Which honestly, what now I kind of like him. What a Canadian <laughs> sentence. Yeah, I spit on Rob Ford at the Junos. Yeah, the Jew, the Canadian Music Awards. Honestly, if you're going to be the worst mayor of all time, at least be photographed smoking crack. He's actually so funny. Like, looking back at that video where he's just like, I, did I have not enough to eat. eat I did not eat her pussy. I did not eat her pussy. I have more than enough to eat at home. <laughs> and it's like this guy. And before that, people forget that before that, he was just like, Oh, uh, we got to, uh, I was on the phone with the mayor of Hamilton. We were telling him we got to spank his hockey players in this next game. And then goes into like, and also councilwoman, blah, blah, blah. Like this clip is incredible. Like this guy was just, he's crazy. Saying anything. And there's another clip of him, like in a Jamaican restaurant talking in Patois. And the worst part <laughs> is he's actually really good at Patois. That's the Why? fucking insane thing. Cause he's a Toronto guy. You know what I mean? Like he yeah. wasn't lying about like this guy's engaged in Toronto culture for better or for worse. Yeah. Just the weird parts. Of yeah. It. Cause there's just like all these like white people being offended. And then just Jamaican people being like, Oh, he's actually really good at it. Kind of good at this. <laughs> That's so insane. Yes. I don't know. No, I, I feel like I'm actually, but when it comes video, to like, obviously a different Allen. video. Yeah. Have you seen the video of Joe Biden talking about how he almost uh, beat a gang with a chain? <laughs> You seen this? That's awesome. No. So he's talking about how he he, he's at the opening of a pool in Delaware. (laughs) (laughs) And he used to be a lifeguard at a pool in Delaware. And he's telling this story about how like you weren't allowed to swim in um the pool with hair gel or whatever. And this guy who was black had a lot of hair gel on his hair and he was gonna jump in the pool. Mm -hmm. And Joe Biden basically said, Hey, and then reference some fucking guy from like the 50s who was a black guy who had hair gel, who's famous. For having fucking hair gel, I don't know. <laughs> and he said, hey, I don't know what the name of the singer is, but like, hey, John, what, like, you can't get in the pool with your hair gel. Yeah, okay. And the guy's like, just in some way or form, like, I gotta look this up. Um, Just like the actual um, yeah, Joe Biden chain <laughs> corn pop. Okay, corn pop. <laughs> what? Okay. Um. The year was 1962 and Joe Biden, a swimming pool security guard in his early 20s, had a problem. A tough guy by the name of Corn Pop, the leader of a Delaware gang called the Romans, was waiting for him outside a pool. (laughs) Um, Oh, my God. Corn Pop was a bad dude who ran with a bunch of bad boys and was armed with a straight razor backed by other gang members. He was threatening to cut Joe Biden. In Delaware. Instead of calling the police, Biden met Corn Pop and his cronies after arming himself with a six-foot chain. And after the standoff, Corn Pop backed down. So this was just like a 17-minute story he told at the press opening for a pool in Delaware about how he brought... He brought a chain. <laughs> I forgot that his name was Cornwall. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, politicians are awesome. awesome. They can just say anything. Awesome. Literally just Obvious, say anything. And I will say, Donald Trump, bad guy. For There's sure, bad guy. There's an awesome clip when he's in the debate with Hillary Clinton where she calls him a puppet. <laughs> and he just goes, no puppet, no puppet. You're the puppet. <laughs> and I say that every day of my life. Like, if I ever reference being like, yeah, it was like a puppet show. No puppet, no puppet, you're the puppet. If anybody ever says puppet to me, I would be like, no puppet, no puppet, you're the puppet. (laughs) It's like, it's like he's, he like short circuits in his brain. Oh yeah. No, no, Trump was awful, but the best thing of Trump was just the insane sound bites you would get every week. Yeah. Remember when he said like, Kofefe, and we were like, he's fucked. He's done. There's no way he's He's going to be president. He's done. Never going to be president. Now never never going to be president. Do you remember when Lin-Manuel Miranda was hosting SNL and it was the day of the Trump Access Hollywood being taped? 
And in his opening monologue, Lin-Manuel Miranda is walking down the hallway of all the framed SNL like hosts and Donald Trump hosted SNL. And he stands by the Donald Trump headshot and goes, well, he's never going to be president. Now, never going to be president. Now, and he dances like that. And then he became president. <laughs> oh my God. So the basic, the, the, the theory of this is like, the numbers on the hall spelled no out no, no Pope. No um, no but pope. the numbers weren't that. The hull number painted on the ship was 401. Um, and the board trade number of the Titanic was 131428. So it just wasn't even no Pope. Even if the numbers <laughs> had read no Pope, there weren't any Catholic work- workers at Harlan and Wolf to be upset. Mm. Um, okay. The company had Rude. driven its Catholic employees away in the late 1800s. And by the 20th century, they were all Protestants. Oh, dear. <laughs> well, she's an Irish ship. She's an Irish ship. <laughs> she's a Protestant ship. The Protestant ship. The Prot- okay, yeah, I mean, like, sure. That one, I believe. At least I, that one's fun because it kind of, if you're pulling on the supernatural, it's harder yes. to disprove than being like, it hit a fucking piece of Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ice. No, I, I, yeah, I do. It's really hard to disprove God. Yeah. Because he's both. Because you can't prove it. Present so you can't and not present. Dis- disprove it. Yeah, you can't prove it. You can't disprove it. It can't go over, can't go under. It gotta go through w- it. Weebles and wobbles, but it won't fall over. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's. I got enough to eat at home. Got enough, more than enough to eat at home. Also, I hope God gets her pussy eaten. <laughs> I love when Doug Ford ate a beat as well. When he ate a bee on that. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> and then to lean oh, into man. the joke, he ate a fake bee on TV afterwards <laughs> and ruin the joke immediately. He ate, so he like the mayor of Toronto, uh, no, the premier of Toronto. The premier of, of Ontario, Ontario. Sorry, I don't really early. fucking care. His brother was the mayor of Toronto who smoked crack. Okay, I found my Rob Ford cracked shirt. I'm going to wear it next time. Okay, great. <laughs> We'll get we'll get one for Rachel Ziegler and she yes. wore it on the podcast. <laughs> Rachel Ziegler, come on, Truth Tannic. Come on, Truth Tannic. We can talk about corn pop and Joe Biden. We're gonna chain. teach you all about Rob Ford, former mayor of Toronto. Yes, may he rest. May he rest in peace. I hope he has peace. Yeah, I mean personally. Sure. I saw someone cross themselves on the streetcar today, and I was like, girl, me too. <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> girl, I agree. Okay. Now we have the final, and I would argue the best. I'm excited for this the one. The best conspiracy I've been waiting theory. truly since we started recording. Yeah, of for course. This it's moment. obviously like this is the writer in me. <laughs> being like, we've got to end on the mummy's curse. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Your progression made sense. Which is that the Titanic was sitter- was sunk literally by, by the mummy's curse. And I believe that one. This is the most plausible because it's the most outlandish, I think. I agree. You know what I mean? And it's more, that's, it's fun. It's not like, mm, the world order. The They're all controlling the Illuminati. it. Like, no, mummies. The Illuminati. It's it. Rami Malek in Night at the Museum. I watched that movie high. <laughs> bad, You've bad idea. Wa- no, it's <laughs> really awesome. It's so <laughs> funny. I like was literally crying moved because this is the whole thing too where Robin... Williams. I was going to say Robin Thicke. I know. Not Robin Thicke. I really heard you about to say Robin Thicke. Blood lines. I know you want it. Um, yeah. Robin Williams plays Teddy Roosevelt and he's yes. in love with, I want to say Sacagawea. Yes. Sacagawea. And she's behind a glass like box. So he yes, only watches her from this. afar and it's kind of the, it's like the narrative of like, he's in love with her, but he can't say anything. And you're supposed to be like, it's it like the th- recent, Ro- Robin Williams is such a good actor. Mm-hmm. I love him. He's amazing. So a legend. A legend. Legend. Where it's like that plot oh, point my to captain. me. Truly. Oh, Captain, my captain. Oh, I am captain, the captain, my captain now. I am like, he's the captain. He's the captain now. Oh, Captain, my captain. Um, Where it's like that plot point to me could be so like, oh, like I hate shit like that. That's just like, mm-hmm. because he likes you, you're in, it's, 
romantic that he's decided. Yeah. This, but he's such a good actor. You're like, absolutely. <laughs> but I was like sobbing watching it so high. <laughs> and I called my boyfriend being like, if you were famous, you would be Ben Stiller in this. There's no better role for you. And he was like, cool. Are you okay? <laughs> they have like Mickey Rooney, who's like the old um, like security guard. And he's yeah. like, what are we doing here? We don't know if it's going to be him. And the entire time you're watching it being like, he got nominated for an Oscar for playing a Japanese man in Breakfast at Tiffany's. <laughs> That's crazy. So the mummy's curse. Awesome. There was a mummy on the Titanic. So yes, this comes from, of course, queen lesbian rights activist. Kathy Bates. Uh, Kathy Bates herself, the unsingable Molly Brown. If you have listened to another po- uh, episode of this podcast and you don't know who she is, if you had, we, we've talked about her a million times. You should, you should know her. N- know her name. Speak it into existence. I will not live in a world in which the unsingable Molly Brown is forgotten. She's basically a rich queen. woman who would travel around the world kind of like getting artifacts and getting mm-hmm. knowledge to create like a museum and- Also just, just have a good time. Just have a good time have vibing. Fun. Rich woman, unmarried. She was in four shipwrecks and survived them all. Fucking queen. So like when everybody else was like fucking dying, like fucking libs on the Titanic, yeah. she just like packed up her book and all her, and like her little pocketbook. Yeah. Got her little mummy. Yeah. And sat her ass on a lifeboat. <laughs> <laughs> Took her mummy and then was in misery. She was. At the beats. <laughs> that movie is also really good. I haven't seen it. It's so, she's so good. I also, I watched, Amer- she's an American Horror Story coven. Oh yes. Incredible. Her, it's her and Sigourney Weaver, I want to say. Shut the fuck up. That's such Sig- a good casting. No, who is, no. Who who played Precious? Gabourey Sidibe? Yeah, so I said a that different name entirely. That you said Sigourney Weaver for Gabourey Sidibe? I think, I, I think. <laughs> Are you good? I think, re- <laughs> I think reading Bay. Don't try and justify it. <laughs> so the unsinkable Molly Brown, the, the theory basically is that she brought a mummy onto the Titanic. <laughs> and the mummy, obviously, if you kind of like move a mummy's sarcophagus, there's a curse on it because they mm-hmm. want to rest in their final resting place, which isn't that bad. Let's say that if you want to rest where you were buried, yeah. I think that's fair. Totally fair. Also, we kind of discussed this earlier when I was telling you about the mummy's curse where we're going to talk about the conspiracy theory on the podcast. Yeah. And a little bit of cultural context is that ancient Egypt was fucking everything to the people of the 1910s. Like it was very, very. Yeah. Culturally relevant. They were obsessed with it because it was just like, they were doing all these excavations. Yeah. Yes. That's how you say it. They were doing like a lot of like discoveries and stuff and they were bringing back artifacts like for museums and stuff and like grinding up a bunch of mummies, you know? And that's it. That's that. It was. Yeah. So like this would have been very like, I like this one, too, because it just reminds you, like, now we're like, that's crazy. But, like, in the time, it would be, like... If they found... So in it. If mummy sarcophaguses were, like, discovered now, Mm -hmm. what the fuck? That'd be crazy. Exactly. I feel like it's very, It's honestly the AI of its time. I think it's kind of AI. It's also kind of, like, it gives me, like, Illuminati vibes. Where it's, like, every single thing in the universe has an Illuminati conspiracy right now. And in like 50 years, people are going to be like, why Why? is there an Illuminati theory for For like Nike shoes? You know what I mean? Like this is, you know, like it feels insane. It's like like, the really like racist, like conspiracy theory that aliens built the pyramids. They're like people, people, people from the Middle East and Africa. They would, they couldn't build a triangle. They couldn't build the triangle. It's like, it was slave labor, babe. Yeah. It's like, no, they were, they were, they were working hard. Yeah. They were working hard. They didn't hard. have to do it in six months. Yeah. 
They took their time. So the unsinkable Molly Brown was bringing an ushabti, which is a small figurine of mummified people used in ancient Egypt society. And it was buried with nobility and royalty. So it wasn't like a physical massive sarcophagus like we're imagining. I do have a picture on my laptop that I will, if you're watching the video on the Truth Tannic YouTube video, I will overlay it on the screen so you can see what they look like. They're about three feet tall. So it's not as big as like you're, because I'm picturing like a mummy sarcophagus. You know what I mean? I'm picturing a coffin. I feel like I'm picturing what it is. It's yeah, they're a bit smaller. Yes. um, And it is like, it's not like the sarcophagus, like it's like the mummified body. I don't know how they got it to be three feet. Binding. Okay. And just and dry it out. So Drain she was it, dry it out. Drying it out. Drying like it out. Like a raisin. <laughs> We've lost our minds. On this, <laughs> this is the best thing I've ever created. Yeah, for sure. Like I want Absolutely. this to be, un- I'm going to make physical copies of this and bury it in the earth <laughs> so that 500 years from now scientists can find this shit. <laughs> so she was bringing these back with her from presumably Egypt, but like, who knows? Who knows at this obviously, point? Who obviously you're knows? expecting me to like do the yeah. research in that way. She got them. Yeah. She's bringing them back with her to donate to the Denver Museum. That's crazy. Denver does because, not deserve No, because you know the final resting place has got to be Denver, Colorado. <laughs> it's got to be where South Park is set. Oh, God. <laughs> do a Cartman impression. Can you do a Cartman impression? Hey, I'm Cartman. Oh, my God. They killed Kenny. Oh, my God. They killed Kenny. That's really good. Is that, Car- is that good, Cartman? Yeah. Oh, my God. They killed Kenny. That's really good. You're fucking with me. No. I good? Okay. It's good. <laughs> Rob's nodding. Yeah. Okay, guys, I'm going to be living out my Cartman impression from now on. I regret that. I really regret that. You do the Kenny. Kenny. Sure. <laughs> okay. In the notes, it says how she got these figurines is unclear. Surely some kind of stealing from a country, from a, from a, a culture that had its own rich history of artifacts. That's like, that's very like coded in old people language where it's like, it's unclear. It's like, mm, so it was sounds like stolen. Theft. <laughs> it's, theft. Stole it's theft, it. babe. It's theft. It's unclear how I got this eyeshadow from Sephora at 15 years old. <laughs> we can't know for <laughs> sure. Yeah. We can never know. It's unclear sure. why I'm not allowed within 40 feet, feet of, of a the Scarborough drug Town mark. Center's yeah. shopper's drug mart. Yes. Yeah, it's unclear, it's unclear how I came into the possession of all these apples from Loblaws. <laughs> it's unclear There's, how I have all the fancy cheese that they sell at Farm Boy. <laughs> it's unclear. We don't it's know unclear. for sure. We just don't know for sure how I yeah. got this in-package uh, Maybelline Lash Blast mascara. <laughs> it's unclear. It's unclear why I have 14 SE nail polishes from the year 2017. It's unclear. It's unclear. We'll never know. We'll never know. We'll, it wasn't. We don't know if it was theft for sure. Probably so she not. brought them with her up on deck and boarded the lifeboat with these mummies. Lifeboat, lifeboat, riding all on that one. <laughs> Drug in love, baby, all lifeboat. <laughs> So she brought them on the lifeboat. Okay. Did I you. write lifeboat or I'm just, I'm like looking for an excuse. hour three of recording this episode. But that's where the content lay. You have to get through your, you got to get to the delusions and that's where you get the good shit. Yeah, exactly. So she like, the, the boat hit an iceberg, spoiler alert. And she iceberg. packed a little. <laughs> Did I say it? No, I said it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, okay, I'm just sure. fucking with you now. I'm sorry. Ow. It hurts. Okay? Crack a rip. It hurts. What did you do? Are you okay? Yeah, there's just a pain behind it. It's so Probably dark outside. Yeah, the sun is set. The sun is set. <laughs> so she brought them up. <laughs> Brought them up, so she got the the, the ship in a nice port, <laughs> and then okay, Molly Brown packs her ushab tea in her in a little cloth, mm-hmm. goes to the lifeboats. They're saved. Okay, yeah. so this is from this this myth that it was a mummy's curse and that a mummy was on board the Titanic. That's how this was born, basically. Yeah, but it gets kind of like as with the rumor mill and stuff like that. It gets um, blown out of proportion. Yeah. Less than a month after the sinking, the Washington Post ran a story with the headline, Ghost of the Titanic, Vengeance of Hoodoo Mummy Followed Man Who Wrote Its History. Oh my like, God. The New York Times being like, Mummy! <laughs> mummy sank the Titanic! Well, it's the same one like uh, when King Tut's, uh, oh my God. Corpse? No, when his, well, when his grave site was like excavated, like all these people that, was a part of it all died. Yeah. In like weird, mysterious ways. And I was kind of like, I don't know if there's like a mummy's curse, but there's something to be said about like just infecting yourself with bad vibes. Definitely. Like, you know, sometimes I feel like we hear things like mummy's curse and I'm like, is that just old people speak for like bad karma? Vibes? Yeah. Like, yeah. And karma, you know what I mean? Where it's yeah. just like, oh, karma's gonna get you. Like, you know, like, karma's also, my it boyfriend. can't be good for you. Mummy's curse. Mummy's curse is my boyfriend. Facts. <laughs> I believe it. Yeah, that's so what I believe the most. I do also think there's like infecting, like like yeah. just su- sucking in old dust has got to kill you. I honestly, it's got to like mesothelioma is coming for you. That's a big word, Carly. There was a lot of ads growing up in America about <laughs> how everybody was a, was every person in the world was exposed to asbestos and had mesothelioma. Can I just say, like, not even being funny, this genuinely is the conspiracy I believe the most out of the ones we've heard. The mummy's curse. Okay, yes, just because truly. Yeah, like, I, I, I do feel like, you know, you can make me believe, especially, like, you know, I'm astrology girly, I'm a tarot girly, yeah. we're crystal, you it's, know. It's queens. a lot more believable that after stealing artifacts yes. from a sacred site, yes, that that would carry some bad vibes. Yeah, and especially, like, you've just had this, like, it, it was, like, a very exploitative time in history. Totally. Which, I mean, all of history when is it not exploitative. When is it not? It's exploitative right now. But I'm like, yeah, like this makes sense that like, you know, you have this kind of like beacon of wealth, like sinking because it has these stolen artifacts yeah. on it. You well, know what I mean? We, I'm like, I sure. don't have it on this list, but like there was a very, um, there was a big conspiracy theory in black communities that there was no black people on board the Titanic. Um, and like the reason why the Titanic sank is because of like white people's hubris, mm-hmm. which there are, there were black people on the Titanic, but also probably very true. Like I will, yeah. I will buy into the idea of just like hubris as this entire thing. Mm-hmm. Cause it did, it birthed a whole, um, like a black folk tale that was basically updated from like other older stories about slave ship sinking, where there was the idea that a black guy was the only one who could swim. And he was this kind of like black folk creature that was kind of like a Rumpelstiltskin kind of like fairy mischievous Ooh, guy. Okay. And when the Titanic sank, he could swim and no one else could. Um, so then all the white people, people were like, you can marry my daughter. You can marry my daughter. I know I said you couldn't before, but you can have our Mm -hmm. money. And he was like, 
no, and then let them all die, <laughs> which is awesome. Mm-hmm. But like, it was a very big thing in like black communities at the time as like this massive sign of like white hubris yeah. and that kind of thing, which I think also is very, very true. It is just this like massive symbol of just like oppression and exploitation of the time, which is yeah, kind of crazy. Sure. Yeah, it's crazy, too, because like this particular time in history, you know, like you're 50 years out from the Civil War. Like, you know, like we're really That's this really is like insane, the, which is nuts. That's actually when nuts. you put it in that perspective, like you're 50 years out from the Civil War. Like you're really seeing the birth of this kind of like the society that like would be the 20th century. Yeah. You know, like I, I'd say like that you this haven't is, like, had like the stock market crash or any world wars. Like, yeah, you haven't feels. had the stock market crash. You haven't had the second. Yeah, like for everything oh, sorry. that's coming. <laughs> oh, what? We've had the first world war? No, we hadn't. Sorry. Okay, good. I was what worried. I, what did I say? You said no. we haven't had the second world war and I was like, oh, oh no. yeah. But like all these things that like really shaped culture for the 20th century were all kind of being set up in this era. And I feel like you could even argue now, like sure, we're like, I feel like ours is more like 9-11 for right now. Definitely. Which was like such a turning point. But like really you could still argue that like this is a time where like they're really trugging forward into the modern age, just kind of being like, well, all that's beyond us now. That Well, that's exactly why like something like 9-11, I mean, in addition to like, I hate to say branding, but it's like, you mm-hmm. know, there was a real like, almost like propaganda machine behind like never forget, like how yeah. like, the Twin Tower attack became 9-11. It's like a very interesting thing to kind of look at. Yeah. But like the main reason it's been so historicized is because like it was coming on the heels of a time in which like it felt like, we were untouchable. I mean, we're in Canada yeah. right now, but still like the States was like, well, it's never going to happen here. Mm-hmm. We can do it to other places, but it's not going to happen here. Which yeah. is why like, it's really like, it's actually really interesting to watch Friends like after the, yeah. after the yeah. Twin Tower like attack. Because like before it really like, is like representative of this like, uh, like young people, mass amounts of wealth, no mm-hmm. war inside. Like there's no hardship. It's like, this yeah. is what happens when young people are gifted like, mass economic growth with no like cultural weight to carry. Yeah. And then to watch that come crashing down on a show is kind of wild. So it feels like that, it, it is like very akin that like, you can really compare the two of yeah. like these massive events become so historicized because it's like representative of, of like, it quite literally is an event that ended an era of I, like, yeah. we are now- And it's also yes. right at the beginning of like a new century too. Yeah. Like I know oh, it's like so, so corny where we're like, oh, like we should stop talking about 9-11. But like, there are so many comparisons in terms of just like, all it being like a big disastrous event yes. to a group of people that you thought were untouchable yeah. and kind of represented like the end of one era and the start of another. Because Definitely. like, you know, you look at the Titanic, like, you know, uh, like two years after that, we were in World War One. Two years after, you know, 9-11, we were in the war in the Middle East. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like these these things really like it's a it's a huge cycle. Um, it's which wild is crazy. when things like repeat itself in that way. Yeah. And I do think that like, yeah, it's pretty. I think the 9-11 was more of like a direct attack. Obviously. I mean, like, I don't think obviously that. <laughs> I don't think that that is fact. It's interesting that the mummy's curse is the reason 9-11 <laughs> happened, though. <laughs> A mummy was at the helm of those planes. I mean, has anyone investigated whether or not there was a mummy? Okay, I just want to say one more thing specifically about the mummy theory because there's a interesting little layer as to how it got like on the front page of the Washington Post and all that stuff because there was technically no real mummy on board. Like there mm-hmm. was mummified figurines, but not a mummy. Yeah. Um, and it was because on board of the Titanic, William Steed was a British editor. Uh, he was a British editor. And he subscribed to like 20th century spiritualism, which was a lot like uh, a subset of people. Again, it's like spiritualism as we know it today, like yeah. um, interested in karma and things of that nature, but uh, also the kind of person that would be very interested in like 
mummy curse. Yeah. <laughs> is basically a long way of saying like, this guy is going to claim that there's a mummy's curse. Yeah, this right? guy's kind of weird. So he kept telling all of the passengers on the ship that there was a cursed mummy <laughs> who had caused destruction in London and was now on board the ship. Oh my God. Which is what a shit disturber. It's like, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything nice at all. That's like something I tell my sister to freak her out. There's a curse mummy. <laughs> There's a curse. Yeah. Um, and then after the wreck, a survivor recounted Steve's stories. So like, oh, he was like, the, okay. well, this guy literally said that, that like a mummy. Because there was some, he was saying some allusion to like, it had caught, it had wreaked havoc in London prior and like oh, ruined okay. people's lives. Or but that mummy wasn't yeah. on board the Titanic. Like, yeah. Molly Brown survived the Titanic. You know what I mean? Yeah. The mummies survived the Titanic, so yeah. it didn't happen. Um, but they told the Washington Post. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yes. So I agree. I think that like some form of the mummy's curse or cursed artifacts, whether it even be the mummy, but like there was so much stolen art yeah. and just enormous amounts of wealth on the <laughs> Titanic. Um, some shit. Some yeah. mummy somewhere. For sure. For King sure. Tut. I'll say King Tut. He sunk that shit. Yeah. I believe it. Should we make the tragedy about us? Yeah, let's do it. You know what time it is? It's time to let's make this tragedy about us. It's time to let's make this tragedy about us. Like that's not what we've been doing this whole time. <laughs> so do you want to ask a question? Yes. Okay. So this is the segment of the show in which we pose a fun question to each other uh, in the effort to make the tragedy about us. To recenter the narrative on the people that matter Two young female comedians. Podcasters were Podcasters. the real victims of the Titanic. I think that, you know. <laughs> so question? <laughs> um, we were talking a lot about Titanic conspiracy theories today. Incredible. Apropos of nothing, no evidence required because mm -hmm. it's about conspiracy theories. So who cares? Okay. What is your Titanic conspiracy theory? Okay. My Titanic conspiracy theory, oh, this is so hard because there, I, I feel like it's probably... That the 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 Canadians sunk it. Okay, know? and explain because I, I like to think that you know, it, like it sunk we off the coast of Newfoundland. You know, of like, an island called so Newfoundland. An island called Newfoundland. Welcome to the Rock. <laughs> but like you know, so many people are buried in Nova Scotia. I'm like, you know, I just want the Canadians to have a bit more involvement. So I'm like, maybe they just put the iceberg there. You know, and the Canadians so were famously involved in the Titan sinking as well. They were involved in the Titan sinking. The Cana the Canadians are just close to the ocean, you know, like it's okay. it's, it's facts, facts. But um, yeah, I, I would say that they drag the iceberg out into the middle of the ocean and just sort of like sat in their boat and like, oh no, we just thought they'd look at the at the iceberg. We didn't think they'd crash. Awesome. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> we're sorry, sorry, sorry. Ooh, didn't mean for that to happen. Want to get a double double? Want to get a double double? Want to get a want to get an apple fritter? <laughs> so that's my that's my conspiracy theory oh the year was 1778 how i wish i was in Sherbrooke. sherbrooke yeah <laughs> sherbrooke we've for sure already sung that song yeah, before for sure. on the podcast and i don't care you sang the whole thing like we're 20 minutes ago <laughs> we're a stan rogers podcast baby okay oh, yeah. here's my theory yes the captain of the titanic mm. kind of in a Macbethian way ignored the prophecy of the three witches, yeah, which brought tragedy upon all of his passengers. You know what? They I, went double, yeah. double toil and trouble. You, you fire burn and cauldron bubble. You will sink the ship if you don't do this. And mm. then he didn't do it. Yeah. What would that be? You know, like 
They need his firstborn son. They need his firstborn son and he wasn't giving it up. Yeah. I, you know what? There is something very Shakespearean about the sinking. Very Titanic, much. Yeah. So I, I do believe it. And yeah, I do think like Macbeth is the, is the right one to equate him to. You know? I agree. Yeah. I like that one. I like that he like ignored the prophecy. The only person who can actually uh, steer the Titanic is not of woman born. Yeah. Like I was ripped from my mother's womb. Yeah. He was a cesarean section. Yeah. Isn't that crazy how that ends? <laughs> it's so crazy how that ends. It's also like Lord of the Rings does it so much better <laughs> because it's like, no man can kill me. And she goes, I am no man or whatever. Oh, it's like way better that. than being like, by the way, if you're born by C-section, you're not born from a woman. Yeah. Sorry, you're ripped. Don't make the rules. You're ripped from a womb. Don't make the if rules. If you tell me the day you were born and you and then I find out you were a fucking C-section, I'm going to say, you mean the day you were ripped out of your Untimely mother's womb? Untimely from your mother's womb. Untimely from your mother's womb. Yeah. So I guess my theory is that um, the captain of the Titanic, he was walking to- Captain the Titanic. Yes. And he came across three witches going double, double, doi- uh, double, double, <laughs> double, double, in trouble. <laughs> Fire burning cauldron, cauldron bubble. bubble. Eye of Newt and something Eye else. Eye of Newt and Horn of Toad. Nice. I think. Maybe I might be wrong. But they're basically saying the prophecy means that uh, ba- massive tragedy will befall anybody who pirates the big ship if they are yeah. woman, if they are, are woman born. And the captain's like, I'm woman born. Doesn't matter to me. Yeah. So then he pirates the Titanic. Yeah. He pilots it, not pirates it. We have been here for a while. <laughs> We've been here for a good like four and a half hours. The sun has set. <laughs> the sun has set. Okay. Well, I think that was fun. Yeah, that's fun. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for so much tuning in on Tristanic. Thank Feel you free. so much for tuning in. I have been Carly. I've been Blair. If you have any questions, feedback, pitches, or, or just thoughts, send us a letter talk. at truthtanic at gmail.com. Or send us a letter to our home address that's available freely on the internet. Just tape the letter to the Neil Young mural and Blair will pick it up on her we'll way pick to work. It up. If you want to leave us, just tape, uh, you know, anything to the bottom of, of the Neil Young of mural. Of the Neil Young mural. And we'll, we'll go find it. <laughs> You're broken. <laughs> Um, thank thank you, you guys so much. I love you. Have a great night. Thank you. Bye. Truth Tannic is a podcast by Blair McMillan and Carly Thorne. Produced by Rob Moden. Music by Jacob Olivier. Cover art by Heather Lundrigan. If you have feedback, email us at truthtannic at gmail.com or leave a review on your favorite podcasting app of choice. you like to look five years younger in a clinical study people that had volume added with juvederm voluma xc in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment look younger feel like you add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with juvederm voluma xc reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with juvederm volure xc For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. 
There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.